swinging free kick and a chance here for Kelly. He scored! David Kelly! Trackman a level against all the odds! Jennings. There's the kick. Scoreboards! Right then, uh, welcome back to This Is Tramia. Believe it or not, we are going back to Wembley for the third year on the run. Annual trip. Yeah, the annual trip down to Wembley. Like, it's like the old days, isn't yeah, it? The yeah, old glory days. Part south. Uh, Matt Hibbert here, host of this, DJ over in Liverpool, etc. Tramia fan from the sins. Joined by the podcast panel. Paul Harper. JKO. And a very special guest. Yeah, so we only get... Um, so you may remember our last guest. We only get playoff... Sc- Wembley goal scorers yeah. on the podcast yeah. these days, which uh, sadly narrows our kind of target for of two people. Yeah, but nonetheless, <laughs> uh, we're delighted to welcome Chris Malkin. Thank you very much for coming down. First of all, thanks, Paul. Thank you very much. Thanks for inviting me on a Sunday afternoon. It's and a pleasure. I, there's nothing you'd rather be doing, is there? Really, we're sitting in the garden having a beer, maybe. But I'm sitting <laughs> with you having a beer. That's uh, not a problem. Yeah, we should say we're in um, Wallacey Manor Tennis Club. So yeah, it's lovely, isn't it? Thank it's a, you to them. It's a terrific club, actually. Nice purple courts. Yeah. So um, if got you are a, a tennis really player, a really good um, beer selection mythos you, behind the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you if you play tennis, which, oh, you've got a function coming up. Yeah. This place going to be rammed next week. No one playing tennis. <laughs> Everyone here is <laughs> mythos. Yeah, what so time's happy hour? That's what everyone wants. <laughs> to what do, time's the game on? It'll be on. Oh yeah, sure, it'll be on, won't it? Has it got Sky and BT? Tell you what, so, yeah, okay. they can stream it. That's perfectly legal. Yeah. Yeah. Not wrong with that. So Any, anything the, goes the on this podcast. Listening to this, so. yeah. So we're going to Wembley again. Yeah. So as <laughs> I was saying, as we were chatting before yeah. we started recording, Go on, Paul. The, there's a lot of similarities that we I've noticed between the kind of the team that came through under John King in the late nineties, early late 80s, early nineties. Uh, have you watched much of Rovers this season? Yeah, yeah, I've seen, I, I, I agree with you. Um, I think this over the past few years that there's been a struggle, um, and the players and the staff and the management and the chairman, they've everyone's got Tramie Rovers over the line. You know that um, missing out a few years back um, on the playoffs, they we missed out on the playoffs by a point. Yeah, the last we were, day. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, when Gary Brabham, Gary Brabham was yeah. was was in charge, and then um, so that was upsetting for everyone. And then the next year, they got in the playoffs, plumbing, and that was so upsetting to get beat by Forest Green. And you know what? Can I, this on a side for this, I'm so made up. We beat Forest Green the other day <laughs> <Yeah>. because <laughs> we all are. Yeah. The time wasting tactics. Yeah. They are they are proper time wasting tactics. Right, my mum. Right, you better lovely woman, cockney woman, you know. <laughs> Never heard a swear in my life in 34 years. She hates Forest Green. <laughs> she went to Wembley. She came um, on Good Friday. And she was so happy we beat them. She came to the first leg and she was like, I hate them. 
Oh, aren't they horrible? Yeah, Good Friday was it was unbelievable, wasn't it? We got beat one 0 and you never saw any of their players going down with cramp or injuries. Uh, you know when they were when they were strange, the wasn't it? Yeah, Weird yeah, how that happened. <laughs> anyway, I died. Best bit was the goalkeeper. But yeah, yeah. oh no. Let, we were talking about similarities, weren't we? We were talking about slim- yeah. similarities. Um, so yeah, they've got a really good chairman these days. Obviously, um, the pa- uh, the Palios are great, aren't they? They're just really taking the club pretty much like Peter Johnson did it is it's another similarity yeah, that is a sim- similarity and um, you know Mickey Mellon he's, he's he's really stuck at it hasn't he he's come along another ex-player coming back well wasn't it King he had two spells didn't he as well so two Mickey spells. had two spells yeah. Yeah. There's real, did you play with Mickey at Blackpool at Blackpool yeah yeah see yeah, there's, so. there's a lot of tie-ins isn't there yeah so I, I just think um the, pla- the, the the fans have got a lot of affinity to the players now. We we went through a spell of having quite a lot of lone players, and uh, people didn't really have, didn't really know the the heart and soul of the club. Now you look at the players and you look at the shift that some of the players put in. You think, yeah, they're running through brick walls, and that's what that's what we did. Um, we had a great team spirit back in the eight, in our team the the late eighties, early nineties. That's you know our. Our, our team spirit was was a massive thing, and I think they've got that. They, they've really got that now um, back in the team. Do you see that sort of um, the same sort of mentality that you had that eight, late eighties, early nineties team in this squad? Because I, I, like you said, Paul, I do. I, I can see so many similar like the char- like there's the characters yeah. from reading like anyone who's part of your side, and you read like Nico's book and any book from that era. It was a real. Like bunch of men, wasn't it? Like lads. You know, you're saying like lads, but it was a real. You know, they take a bullet for each other. It was yeah. you had. It was big characters. It was, it was a good mix. It? We had a cracking mix. To be fair, Nico, yeah, was larger than life, isn't he? He's, <laughs> he's brilliant, um, funny. He's great in the changing room. Plus, he was a tremendous goalkeeper. You know, who, who else could have talked about? Like you had the likes of Stevie Mungall and um, Neil McNabb, um, Jim Harvey. You know, all like. I mean, no, I'm not going to put Jim Harvey in that. Um, like the Stevie Mungles, um, the Sean Garnets. I was one of them. You know, a worker. You know, we would, we Wait knew our place. Other. We'd run through brick walls, yeah. and we'd have class around us. You know, you know, we had like Johnny Morrissey, Ian Muir, um, Jim Harvey. What a fantastic player! A Rolls Royce of a footballer, yeah, wasn't Jim Harvey? Um, and you know, I was sort of, uh, I was trying to get in the team, so I was trying absolutely. Trying like anything to get in the team because uh, Jim Steele, Jim Steele, and Ian Muir, Ian Muir. Then we signed Aldo. Yeah, no, <laughs> it. I was good. No, I was made up actually when we signed Aldo. Um, but yeah, this. Let's talk about this. This team, the current Trammy team, have have got some cracking players. You know, Manny Manny Month. I didn't realise he was twenty four. Oh. Young player, Flippenek. <laughs> I would. I'd hate to play against them. He's fantastic. He's been fantastic in the second part you, of the season. He reminds me of Steve Vickers in the way that... He, bit of class. Yeah, he, he, he'll have Vickers that one way. Better built, he was a slightly better built than Steve Vickers. Yeah, I think <laughs> if they went one-on-one on one in, one on one in a cage, I think Manny's winning that, isn't he? Yeah, but I think so. the way that they bring it out from defence, yeah. everyone's eyes go up, don't you? Manny takes that step and everyone goes, oh, hello, he's yeah. coming forward. Well, Scotty, Scotty as well, Scotty Davis, he's, he's worked... Very closely with Nico, Nico and they're, yeah. they're, they're very close. Both yeah. big man city boys as well, aren't yeah. they? Obviously, yeah. got the know, connection. goalkeepers need to be confident, don't they? You know, it's an f- awkward sort of position. You know, if if a, if a forward misses a, a chance, it's oh, well, I'll get another one. If a goal goes in, yeah. I mean, like to be fair, he probably thought 
that first goal oh. against uh, against Forest Green. Yeah. You could see him. He, he thought, "Oh, hey, what's happening here?" But you know what? He stuck at it, didn't he? He didn't lose his concentration. He was fantastic after well, that. Well, the fans but, you know, immediately he, he after he made that mistake. Some other club fans would have been like, Ugh. they immediately just started chanting his name. Yeah, and he just he looked over and just gave that, and it was that's it's that's where we're at now. If, if a few years ago, keeper make a mistake, oh, God, it yeah. would be toxic. It would have been dogs abuse. And how does that help the situation? We've managed to get a squad now where we 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 didn't have it for say ten years. You always had like your Malkins, your Muirs, your Nevins, your like club legends who will be spoke about long after they've gone and. We've had a gap probably of 10, 15 years. Ian Goodison's probably the only one in that period who people look back on fondly. Yeah. And now I think in the past three or four years, we've probably got another five or six of them again with like your Nose, your Steve McNulty. You know, he doesn't even play every week, but like your Jay Harris. Yeah. Everyone's got a Even Andy Jay Cook Harris. was here for two years and you look at the impact. We still speak about Andy Cook, don't we? Every yeah. night I dream of him. Like, I, I, I like your Scott <laughs> the girlfriend's Davis, not happy. We've got a team now where the fans really are back in love with Tramia, and this is a team which will be fondly remembered for a long time. In ten years' time, three, four, five of these players will still be spoke about with the likes of your Malkins and your, your Muirs. Yeah, in the same breath. Well, you look at I, another thing. I, I was five. My first game was 1990 Leyland AF Cup final, the 2 1. And I grew up with that, and a lot of kids, that was the first time where you sort of saw people on the Wirral wearing trap the kids grew up because it was we were winning we were a good side and you've seen it now with like the SWA2 initiative and I've genuinely seen it around Oxford and Prenton so many kids now in Tramia shirts yeah. whereas four or five years ago there was no one wearing them and it, it's that thing now these kids are going the game They're, they've seen us win admittedly we had to go down to the non-league to do it but they don't know that do you know what I mean it, we've become it's that mentality of winning yeah. and it, it doesn't matter what level you're at you carry that on don't you and say Whatever league, it's momentum as well, isn't it? Well, I mean, Nor- Norwood going, you know, going through the team. Norwood has been fantastic, hasn't he? You know, and Jennings, and they, they sort of both play quite a nice game together, don't they? I mean, Norwood not only does he put a shift in, you know, he scores goals as well. So all types of goals but, as yeah, well, isn't it? You know, he is. He has done absolutely fantastically well because there was a stage, and I, I really like this about him. Uh, maybe a couple of years back. When uh, he was making fun of himself and not being able to score a one-on-one, <laughs> yeah. and um, you know, I, w- I was like that. I'd have four chances and maybe score one of them. You know what I mean? So, and, and for Norwood to, to be saying, "Oh yeah," you know, making a fun of, making fun of himself on Twitter, but actually, he's got he's got miles better, hasn't he? He's, oh. he's, I mean, I was I was down there um, maybe sixteen months ago, and I was uh, just watching the training, and he was doing. Finishing afterwards, you know, one yeah, on one, stayed after, so staying, doing, just practicing and practicing and practicing. But the thing is, in a game, it's got to come natural, hasn't it? Sometimes the most, the easiest goals are the instinctive ones. You don't have to think. No, you, when you've got a one on one, you know, you're through. You got the goalie to beat you. The whole crowd are expe- expecting you, and you just blasted at the goalkeeper. You think, oh no, it's that one like his goal on, in the second leg. It was header down, split second volley in. Yeah, confident, wasn't it? Whereas, like you say, you, you, if you're clean through on goal. Your head starts. That, that was like it was. It was a similar goal to the goal that Muir scored at Wembley. In my the, first game in the yeah, 1990s. Yeah, when I think it was yeah, sort of a falling back on a volley. Yeah, yeah. what a goal that was! Yeah. I'm going to watch that when I get in. What a lovely <laughs> sunny day that was as well. Yeah. So, so just looking back at obviously 
like the trip obviously at the moment we're getting used to trips to Wembley and like for the younger listeners like don't get too used to it because it <laughs> might might not last that 26 long. years between <laughs> but in the kind of build up to so obviously we're looking forward to, to Saturday what was the build up like when you were yeah well when, I, when I first came I suppose I signed in 87 and I was just sort of like on a part time contract and I got invited to the to the centenary um Celebration one, the, the Wembley, 88, where, yeah. the eighty-eight ones where we beat Forest, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Wimbledon, Newcastle, and then lost to Fo- we beat lost Wimbledon, to Newcastle on the first day. Well, and we, we, we weren't supposed to be staying for the. No, for the is Saturday. that true? I've always heard that <laughs> yeah, rumor. We didn't even have another kit. We didn't have a hotel. No. So anyway, that, that, was, that was great. And um, so, and the next year it was uh, the ni- nineteen ninety um, Leyland Daff Cup, wasn't it? Yeah, and, we, we, and then we won that two one. And then lost the playoff final yeah, the week I mean, after. I think we probably partied a bit hard that that, that week. <laughs> is that the is that the excuse? <laughs> that's, that's the excuse. Yeah. Um, and then the following year was it not not, not county? Yeah. yeah, and then the following year it was Birmingham. We yeah. lost the yeah. week before and then won yeah. your your day. So so in that in my f- sort of first three or four years, it was like, oh, well, this is just, this is just what professional football is like. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just you go down to Wembley every year and then we did. Twice a year, yeah, and then, and then you, you never do it again. Now it's happened again; it's repeated itself. Um, so that first trip for the new team when they played Forest Green, I thought you know it was a little bit like our first, like our first trip um, <coughs> to get promoted. You sort of everyone, you sort of look around and you, you want to enjoy your day, and it, you, it's a big day out, but it's not. The second year, I remember Jim Harvey speaking to me, and he was a captain. You know, he's cracking guy. And he said, Chrissy, just play your normal game. If you do well, you know, buy the video or, or the, the VHS, <laughs> the Betamax, you know what I mean? It was that old. He said, buy the video and you'll be able to look at it for the rest of your life. But just do well on the day. Just treat, treat it as another game. So that next year for me, the, the, pre, the experience from the previous year and just talking to some of the older pros, that really helped. So I think this really is going to help with our lads. Yeah, and it did... The second year, yeah, they all said, year. didn't they? Yeah, you know, they ran through how they won that game. That I, was that was the ultimate game. I I honestly think I know it's bi- will be biased. But I can't think of at the new Wembley. I can't think of another performance from any team to match what we we did that day to play. And I know it's only Boreham Wood, but it was a playoff final. They had a good side that year, and it was it's a playoff final, so they're a decent side, and. I've said before you could replay that game a hundred times I really don't think that outcome happens any other time than that That they play bad but every single one of our lads just and the three subs all three subs used Connor Jennings been in hospital the week before it's a Hollywood film when's it getting made (laughs) who's who's going to play me in it that's the main thing (laughs) everyone talks about it so highly and it deserves it right but watch what you're saying Jake it's put nerves into my system that because (laughs) Perfect example, Gavin Gunnan got sent off the other day. Yeah. We go 1-0 up. He gets sent off after about 15 minutes. And as even we were cruising through that home leg, like, they were just sitting in trying not to be broken down. But the whole time, while it was only 1-0, every Tramia fan's going, it can happen. <laughs> you can come back with 10 yeah. men, you can win with 10 yeah. men, it can happen. <laughs> we, we went to the game and it was like, uh, everyone was sort of expecting more goals and yeah. there were chances and you're like, oh, neck. But you know when you're actually out on that pitch and then there's that feeling like they're down to 10 men, you're at home, you know you've got to go to their place, you know they're trying to hold on, you think, flipping heck. Talk about pressure. Yeah. And then 
there were sort of mixed emotions, weren't there? But I think, I think yeah, with it was odd. The next morning, like it, people realised. I think. Hold on. Before the game, we would have taken one nil. That's yeah. exactly what I said. We would have taken one nil at home because we got an advantage. Now, although they got their goal back pretty quick, didn't they? Yeah. Um, the, the game management again was was right up there with some of the top games I've seen. I think that was the only shot on target they had over two legs their goal and it was a set piece from the moment they scored we were the better side we were the better side over both I know they had a man sent off in both games but we were the better side for the first time I think against them in a while we done well and where you say that game management we killed we the done game. well to really after they scored you've got to keep the ball because oh, they've yeah. got all the momentum and we done one thing I thought we done very rep well just before our goal is we just passed it between the back four a lot. Yeah, but it just, just kept it. It just slows them right down again. Because if we'd give them five, ten minutes there where we're trying to get an instant reply, we could have got really stung with that. Yeah, it was the only time in the game where their fans piped up. It was the one thing I got yeah. all game at the end, especially from like my mum and my missus watching on the telly. And every, even like my friends who were Sheffield United fan was watching. And he just texted me, he said... You lot made some serious noise. I know it probably helped that we were under the the gantry, but he said I haven't heard that sort of noise from an away following for a lot of my friends it, were saying that. Yeah, Tactics. I mean they said at Wembley as well. Of course, I mean you, you you've played. You'll know what it's like, Chris. It, when the if you're up against it, especially in a game, how much of an impact can the crowd? behind you just just gives yeah. you that extra sometimes it just it lifts you from you're getting a bit of a daze sometimes because like you're under so much pressure and you're like you know you're really trying trying not to concede and then some, some someone starts singing and then you're like right okay hold on get let's get back on this you know we we've got a duty here yeah you know what i mean you, you're sort of like you're under the cosh you're like alley on the ropes and you're like flip right what's you know what's going on here and then something gets you out of it yeah, so something you either like the crowd singing, or you're, or you know lifting. You're like, right, hold on, let's reset this. It can take like a big tackle, can't yeah, or a block yeah, or anything like well, the, the slightest thing. thing. That I thought as well in that Forest Green game away was our midfield just were, was so horrible to their yeah. midfield. We oh. just literally like a rash. It was like n- Jay Harris, and Jay Harris, Ollie yeah. Banks, Perkins. Perkins. You wouldn't want to Perkins. Would, was quality. He's like a worker bee, yeah. isn't he? Just I mean, I thought never stopped. First game that he was, he was. Um, Playing a bit, the ball back a bit much, but then in that game was the perfect time to do it. And I, I get what he was doing; he was trying to keep the ball, trying to, yeah. trying to just keep hold of the ball a bit. And then when they got it, him and Jay Harris literally just yeah, made their life on people's toes. All where, where you talk about similarities, and you call Jim Harvey a Rolls Royce on the ball, Dave Perkins, and is unbelievable. I, I seen it a, a one an Everton fan. This was. Um, Call him a crab on Twitter after the first leg, and that is the most unfootball. He's just got no football brain, clearly. Well, he's never fun. Dave Perkins does not give. The, where we say Geno doesn't give the ball away. <laughs> Dave Perkins does not give the ball away. No. He, he reminds, but he's more like Neil McNabb. Yeah, he's a Neil McNabb type player. Neil McNabb, he go, oh my God, if you if you gave the ball away, he he go mad at you. So you have to just keep it. That is, he would always say, keep it, keep it, keep it. But Jim Harvey. Would be like looking for through balls. He's the more like pass. the Ollie Banks, yeah. you know. You know um, yeah, but he would always get the ball. Both those players, no matter how tight the situation was, they'd always just say, "Give me the ball." Yeah, they they mm. always want it. No matter yeah. you like, what you don't kind of give me the ball. 
Don't worry I think about Ollie Banks is more, you know, he, he's a bit, he's a bit of a Rolls Royce type, isn't he? Yeah, uh, he sort of moves quite smoothly around, and it's good the way that, that Perkins and Harris worked alongside him. And um, Connor, he he's got a bit of a free role, hasn't he? Really, yeah, he, he, you know, and that's good. When I when when he was playing at Wrexham. Um, he was their number. He was a striker, wasn't he? Number yeah, ten up was, front. He was lively, wasn't he? Yeah, he I scored against us. I, I think he's very good. Lively. Him and him and Noel would sort of play well together, don't they? Good understanding between them. Yeah. It's like it reminds me. Do you remember? Just to go off on a slight tangent first. Do you remember when Granada Sport done? Who's the fastest player in the league? And they had <laughs> you and the other lads <laughs> sprinting on like yeah. a makeshift. Grass, hundred yeah. meter. Yeah, I think it was, was Robin and Park and Kevin Wigan? Francis. I think the big, like yeah. massive giant striker for Stockport. Yeah. He won it, didn't he? Kevin yeah, that's because yeah. his head was an inch taller. But then <laughs> I swear, you and do you remember it back in the seventies? They had, I think it was Kevin Keegan and oh, on superstars. And they, no, they did a thing where it was they pretended they were like had a psychic link up. Oh right, and, and Tasha. Yeah, Tashak and Keegan, and then they had you and Aldo <laughs> doing it on Granada uh, for soccer night one time, <laughs> uh, where they were holding Did up. You like, dream that? I swear, I remember I it. I swore, I, I swear, it was you and Aldo, and you were holding up like a circle, All and right. Aldo would go like, "It's a circle." I swear, <laughs> someone's classic Tramia pictures must have this yeah, we'll footage. Right. We get on him. We get on Cause, him. And I was like, obviously, it's a setup because you were smirking the whole way. <laughs> it was what a weird sure it was thing to do. Because maybe yeah. Walsh hypnotised us, so I can't remember. No, it, it was. It must have been because it was. I swear it was you and Oldo. It was a like TV company with that idea. Ninety three, ninety four. I think yeah. it was. If you went yeah, to a TV be. company with that idea, they'd say, "What on earth are you talking about?" Well, there was also one where you went on that <laughs> terrible quiz show with Stan Boardman. Oh yeah, we Mungy. Yeah, and we oh. beat Bolton five nil, which was great. Yeah. <laughs> All these <laughs> short lived like um, Granada. Moments Those of, were the uh, days, eh? Yeah, it's in the it's in my tra- it's in the Tramier, um, like the history of Tramier book, the photo. He was good. I don't remember this. On that. He, he was really funny. Actually. <laughs> 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 That's yeah. always the way, isn't it? Yeah. That's yeah. a different story. I don't. Think <laughs> <laughs> we can't probably tell that on yeah, this. I don't think you'd be allowed back on these days, but he's not particularly no, politically no, correct. No, we got booed <laughs> off. I remember, didn't he? When he, he came on the pitch one time and tried but to sing a song. I remember, I'll tell you. Remember the um, talk about King, talk about Johnny King. Um, our preparation for the first for the first playoff game so that was 1990 the Notts County. County okay it wasn't fantastic and, uh, and to be fair to Notts County they'd been on a great run you know they'd they'd really had a good run into the playoffs yeah. and they were really on form and okay, we'd, we'd won the, we'd won the final and then the next game oh this down at Wembley and waving to everyone oh this is what we do you know what yeah, I mean we know, we know what anyway, we're doing so we fell um, by the wayside that time but the next year um, Johnny King asked their manager um, right what did you do what was your it was not oh it was Neil Warnock, Neil Warnock wasn't Warnock. it yeah what did you do for, for um, prior to the game you know what were your three or four days because you, you looked really up for the game so they went to the, they, he said he, he went to the Belfry they went to the Belfry for a few days so three or four days prior to um, the game against Bolton, Bolton. We went to the Belfry and we had a game of golf, game of tennis, and a few beers. Watch the, I think it was the European Cup final was on. Um, anyway, bit, a bit of team bonding, and, and then went from there to Wembley. And uh, that, that's what Johnny King was like. It was quite uh, superstitious, you know. And uh, anyway, it works. It works. Well, so kind of like, obviously, the, the playoffs. It's a bit of a kind of a di- different sort of atmosphere to your day-to-day sort of league matches and cup matches. Absolutely. 
did you kind of feel the pressure was on in those kind of those fixtures? It's like uh, yeah. be all end all game, isn't it? It's yeah, a, it is. the whole um, season. God, we had we had real mixed mixed games. Yeah, you know, we sort of to get to those two um, playoff finals, we obviously had to get through stressful games like the semis you know it was Brentford um, the year we went so up we beat, wasn't it we beat Bury one year yeah the fifth and then the second and year the was the second year we beat Brentford but we were 2-0 down Stevie Cooper that scored two, two most amazing headers yeah. straight, straight from set pieces yeah um, and Jed got us Jed I think we, we won 1-0 at, at home the lowest yeah. header I've ever seen yeah. it was below <laughs> sea level they're like um, they are stressful times oh. but the first time we went um, yeah we, we were we weren't quite ready for the intensity of it the second time we went, we were, and I think that's it's, what happened. It's last the parallels year. again, isn't it? Like it's you so said, many parallels. With, with it's happened a few times. Like Grimsby did it, and they they didn't get yeah. through, and then they did the following year. Forest Green, Forest Green, they the did it. Yeah, um, and then Tramia did it. Now this year, um, okay, so so they've obviously adapted pretty well, Tramia, because um, they, they've made that. You know the, the realization that actually this is is proper game day, isn't it? Yeah. You know from because against that Forest Green team, they didn't quite perform, did they? No, it was well, a real disappointment yeah. that day, wasn't it? But anyway, so they, but they did last year. Now Newport are going to be coming along, and they'll hopefully they'll be waving. Let's <laughs> have a lovely day out, you know. Um, but Tramia, you know, have got the experience. That's that's so much in their favour. And that's the, the hope, isn't it? That there's still the core of last year's team is still there. Like, say, you've got your Scotty, your Manny, your Jay Addis. Yeah, there's like six or seven of the boys. And even like Ollie Banks was there, wasn't he, last year? He, he wasn't obviously with us at the time, but he was in the crowd because he knew he was signing. Yeah. And there's a real, it's that that togetherness of the team. Yeah. Even if, you know, you don't all have to play, it can carry you so far. It's one game, basically, we've got one game. And uh, How many times has Manny Mott? Manny been there? This so is he been like, just like fourth on the on the. This run could be his third Wembley promotion victory on the run because yeah, he got promoted he, with Forest Green. He played the first the first Forest Green one. But no, he, he did against he did. us. So, yeah, he played against. Oh, he, 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 he didn't play yeah. for Forest Green and then defeat. No, no, so he's going for a hat trick of wins, isn't he? Never lost at Wembley. No, one touch wood. Yeah. Do you think? And I want to ask you this as a player, it's something I've spoke to other fans about. Do you think we're, when we played Forest Green and when we played Boreham Wood, we were the much bigger club at Wembley and we had the massive following compared to their you know, two or three thousand each? Do you think Newport being just them also having a big following and like being a big club will take some of the pressure off Tramia are we the underdog basically yeah, yeah, I not, yeah. I'm not saying that we are the underdog because I don't think we were massively favourite in the Forest Green leg in no. terms of what was on the field but say Boreham Wood yeah Boreham yeah. Wood we were massive favourites weren't we and yeah. I said I think the sending off took a lot of pressure off us when Rides got yeah. sent off last year because it, it almost made us the underdog then so I'm yeah. just saying this year where we're not it's a, it, sometimes it can be a bit of a weight on your shoulder corner being a massive favourite and this year we're not which I think will help well I think if you ask base fans throughout the country uh, over the past what 20 years where would you put Tramia what division are they you know, where do they live in people's psyche or you, you know and I would say probably mid-table League One yeah, I agree know, with that. Fair, yeah. Yeah, we've had our times in, in division, the old division four, division three, in the championship. Um, but I would say 
you know, mid. I think our natural position is yeah, mid, mid, yeah. mid table league, league one. If you averaged um, out every, yeah, yeah. Now, so that is we are. Yeah. You know, we're not the underdog. You know, with with that's where we should be, and that's we've got the, you know, we've got the stadium for it. We've got the fan base for it. Um, you know, I, I think that's where we deserve to be, and hopefully, you know, the boys can can bring us through. I know you mean, and actually having a similar amount of fans. How many? How many are they bring in so far? Do you know what's what's? I think the, they're looking at sort of a similar fifteen thousand. Yeah, yeah. So okay, it should so be around thirty thousand. So it just be a great atmosphere, won't yeah, it? It should yeah, be. Yeah, make, yeah. make for a much better. I mean, we, we played um, when we played Birmingham in in the Leyland Dash. Oh, didn't they bring oh, like? It was like 40, I, think it was 50, I think it was fifty thousand yeah. or fifty one thousand. It was pretty full, wasn't and, it? And they probably bought about forty thousand. Yeah, and it was like plum neck. The same when Bristol Rovers, though, wasn't yeah. it? They they brought yeah. their yeah. big yeah. big. So, clubs. But do you know what? It's it's good that it's that you'll have both teams singing. It's, it makes for a great atmosphere. It makes for a great game, doesn't it? It will because yeah, it's been a bit the last two years. As much as you know, we won last year and we lost the year before. Being in Wembley, like huge, it's a it's a great ground. But seeing like two thousand at the other end doesn't help no. things does it this year when we're at the other end aren't we this year but being there and there'll be you know equal crowd and do you know what the thing about this year I, I can't stress this enough the first year it was all a bit of a party for us everyone wasn't it like, even like the players because it was new Absolutely. and we hadn't been there since 2000 last year I think we were all a bit more and I think the, the pressure on everyone last year because we last knew that the if, if we didn't go been, up must have been there was a, we would have been yeah. in big trouble whereas this year if we don't win we're still in League Two. Mm. We can push on, do what Lincoln did. So it's not going to be if we don't go up tiers or absolute disaster. It will be. I'm so proud of this football club for getting to a. Pl- Who would have thought a playoff final? By the way, Chris. By the way, Jake said in the preseason. Um, but we did it in July last year. He said if we get promoted, he'll get a tattoo of Zumana Bakayoko playing with a yo-yo. Oh so <laughs> you're the worst part of that is. <laughs> When we all predicted that where we thought Trammy would finish, you said players. I was the only one who believed we could get promoted. Yeah. So I'm not too sure how I ended up. I think I just got a bit. I, was, I said I think I was a bit excited. <laughs> it was not long after Wembley last time round. I think I was still in a bit of a high from there. I've just shot myself in the. Yeah, so if you know what though, I, I know. You're getting, <laughs> the thing is, there is there is this joviality, right? Yeah. And it's it's good. But you know what? As a player, and Mickey Mellon and the chairman. We'll be like, hold on, that that does have to it does uh, has, has to stop. Yeah, and it's um, this is serious. We're we're in a great position. Think at, you know, getting into the next league. Um, it's not like a freebie. No, you know, like, we've well, achieved nothing yet. You know I mean? yeah. So really, um, that that is what the experience should give the players and the, and the, the coaching staff and the manager. We'll be like, hold on. I mean, you didn't see Mickey Mellon go too mad. After the game, no. Green. I bet he wanted to, you know, yeah. celebrate, and he probably did with the players. But um, it is you got to just got to keep keep st- keep it steady a little bit and say, hold on, it's half we've the job done, Wembley, isn't it? Yeah, but we've done this before. The so that's the, that's what experience gives you. Like, yeah, yeah, we've done this before, and we've had lovely doubt in, in Wembley. But it's only good if you win. It is. It's the worst that trip it's o- back. It's only oh. good if you win. Norwood actually shown it post-match last time, didn't he? Because everyone ran off to celebrate and he went straight to the Wood players and he said in his intro after the game, he said, because I know how they feel because we done it last year. Yeah. I know how it feels to go to Wembley and get beat and have like your big day out, your big cup final just 
or, or like your dreams just like shattering in that in that moment that yeah. final it's your whole so, season in one game so it's he, horrible like, we as a club and the majority of that squad know that feeling of how hard it is to lose at Wembley but they've had both which I think will help which again will help us yeah. as think, you say helped you yeah. think like about um, think yeah. about the teams th- that they could play next season you know and suddenly you're like the, the revenue and the the bigger teams that we used to be <coughs> again one well, from neck this year it was nice to play teams that we've been used to playing against yeah you cruise next your old year, yeah yeah next year like you know it'd be like the early 90s Sunderland. again when you've got the likes of Sunderland Portsmouth yeah. Ipswich well, not, not both of them yeah one of them <laughs> Portsmouth well possibly yeah, yeah could potentially could be, be both of them cut, and yeah. then like Bolton coming down Ipswich yeah it's you know it, there's yeah it's exciting times it that's, is, that's the goal ahead isn't it yeah talking about Bolton then we've, we've got to obviously talk through the the goal the goal or the, or the forward so, roll I want to talk about the <laughs> we'll celebration come on, we'll, come yeah, we'll get to, to the that. forward roll <laughs> so you've you, obviously was there a sense of disappointment not to start that game first of all Um yeah there was there was before because I'd come on against um, Birmingham and done done quite well. You know, set up a goal and and we we had a bit of resurgence against them. Um, but you know, it was Johnny King was picking the team, wasn't he? So I think he probably thought. I mean, I'd had a few injuries that season. Um, I think what he thought was, okay, Chris Chris will come on with about thirty minutes to go. And he'll run his socks off, you know, running like headless chicken all over the place <laughs> as I used to. But um, you know, so I think that was that was what he intended. You know, he had he had you know forward line of Jim Steele. Was it actually it was Cooper? Steve Cooper? Yeah. Steve Cooper. Yeah. Um, so the fact that um, Steely came off after twenty minutes, he, you know, did his cruciate ligament. And um, okay, for me. I had no nerves. You know, sometimes you have nerves. Like the night before, I was only it was only pretty young. Um, you like starting the game at Wembley, and I hadn't, didn't have a fantastic game against um, Bristol Rovers when we beat them two one. You know, I'd, I remember having a good first twenty minutes, and then just being absolutely sapped with energy. You know, <laughs> such I mean? a hot totally, day that wasn't it? It was hot and had no energy. Anyway, this time round, um, you know, I'd come on after twenty twenty five. Do you minutes. think that helped the fact that you just? He got injured, yeah. and there was no like. Yeah, it was like yeah, Chris yeah, so, coming on, and yeah, you know, I slept fine the night before. Um, I'd had me little chat with um, with Jim Harvey. He said, "Look, if you play well, get the video, etc." So I was chomping at the bit. So when I came on, there were there were no nerves, and in a way, sometimes you wake up in the morning and you know it's destiny. You know that day is going to be a day, and I did wake up that morning just thought that, and there were no negative thoughts in my head. So that's so when you say were you peeved by about being on the bench yes I was and I did say to Kingy oh well you should have started me you know at the end and he was like aye Chrissy boy aye Chrissy boy well done so you know what I mean so we had a laugh about it um, but yeah I had a goal disallowed hit the, hit, ball. Hit the crossbar got a yellow card <laughs> and then and then thankfully I was kept, I stayed on and uh, scored scored in the in, in extra time Johnny Morris he almost fainted I think he did well Jeb Brandon should have scored shouldn't he and he should have squared it I made up it's a didn't. terrible shot isn't it <laughs> he's clean through and he toe pokes it at the it keeper your career no no well, it wasn't a toe poke he side footed it Felgate made a good meek. save it was a very it? meek effort yeah. wasn't it <laughs> in you, the- usually, again because um, I'd been def- I'd been helping out defending a corner and um, we were coming up and I would normally have like pelted right into the box as fast as I could but I saw that Stevie Cooper was already sort of in there 
So I just thought, right, do you know I'll what? I'll hang back. So I'll, I'll hang back. You know, sense a little bit of instinct, said to me. <laughs> Frank Lampard <laughs> style, edge of the box. Hang back. Yeah. You know, so this ball came out to me, it was spinning all over the place. Oh my God, oh my God, Chrissy, get, <laughs> get this under control. So I did, I sort of got it on the, got it under. And it was still spinning away from me, and I just I just lunged at it, and I sort of caught it on the on the half volley, and uh, it it just ne- nestled in the bottom corner. A beautiful goal, yeah. So and then, and then I, I, God knows why I did a forward roll. I'd never done one before. <laughs> I never done one since. You did, so a, I did and a lot of fist bumping. Yeah, I know that a was a lot that of was, fist bumping. Now that is, how do you explain that? Who, I don't know. How do you explain it? It was a lot of re- it was a lot of was it just relief, adrenaline, adrenaline. And then you um, think there's still 20 minutes to go. Yeah, <laughs> got a second period. Was it that? Yeah, it was yeah. the first period. No. Yeah, so it was. I think it was 110th minute. It, no, no, it's uh, hundred. Oh, it's about hundred and one minutes. Yeah, he says it on the commentary, doesn't he? The commentator. Yeah. Well, I was, you know, I was just like a very determined type player, and when that goes in, and you're like, it's such a, a relief. I a can't release, You know the pressure, and you're like, I, I watch it now. I said, why wasn't I smiling? Ian Muir says, why didn't you smile? You just scored. I said, well, I'm a different person to you. But that's just the way I dealt with it. I always think, I watched that your goal back and Noor's goal back, and you look at the difference in the celebrations. But then I've watched a lot. I, I, I've got all the old season reviews, and you watch all the goals back. And like the back in the day, a goal was scored. Shake your hand, get back <laughs> to back the set of circle. Now it's like a cinematic. Like a goal goes in, cameras quick. It's going to be the. And it was just. I suppose it, it was a different time, wasn't it? But I'll never forget as you're running up, it cuts to the Chamber fans and the old Wembley, and it's just a, a sea of people. Because it was it terracing was as well back then, wasn't it? it? Was was and we we had a, a, an open top bus around there. I remember. <laughs> we to, we, seriously, an open top bus around around the Wirral. It was brilliant with all those dodgy tracksuits we had. Oh, like, the ENS. Uh, yeah. Oh, God, like one flame, rage, one then. flame, and you're dead. <laughs> it would have just gone up. <laughs> I remember my mum wouldn't let us wear tracksuits on, on bonfire night if we were going like, to Victoria Park. You cannot oh. wear that shell suit. <laughs> Because it will just—it was instant light up, wasn't it? it God, it, yeah, do you know what? If you had one of those now, those tracksuits, they would be worth a lot of money. The tramway ones. Yeah. So, what was the what was the kind of the celebration like after after that? Um, yo, <laughs> can't remember we, much we, of it. We knew how to celebrate. Gosh, we knew how to <laughs> celebrate. Seriously, um, but a funny thing was on the way back up the M6, and um, we passed the Bolton the Bolton coach. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Phil Neal's sitting there in the front like this, they're all hunched over at the front of the bus, and they're all, you know, you can see they're all flipping gutted. And we're like, we're, we're singing that, um, that the farm song, you know, all together now. And we've all got, like, cans of Fosters and all this. And all, I'm sure a few Moonies got sent out. Of you know, course. Oh, dear. As we overtook, as we overtook their co- co- well, How the I- iconic overtake them oh. to go up, overtake them on the motorway. Yeah. So it's classic, yeah. Um, but that year, do you know what, that year we didn't go on a... a Johnny King always used to like to take us to um, to Magaluf. I've heard all about these and the season. But, um, that year, that it, it was the first of June. The game, the the, the season had the gone on to the first of June. Yeah, yeah. So what? it was like, um, and it was too late for it all. And that that next year, ninety two, although we didn't, um, we signed John Aldridge. Nothing actually happened that year. You know, we didn't. We were sort of mid. We survived yeah. in the championship. Yeah, we, we had some well, wild games. Didn't yeah. We had lots of four threes, and yeah. we scored lots, but we conceded lots. Well, it was a real we, wild we, season. We, we said at the end, you know, when we have chat, we're talking to King. He said, "That's because you didn't take us to uh, to Michael Luff or Because every other year we'd been there, 
we'd we'd had something, you know, like a, a, a been to Wembley or we'd got promoted or got to the playoffs. There was always something. There was always something extending the yeah. season. It was something exciting, wasn't it? Well, I tell, is there any that we can any stories you can tell from those end of season parties? That I can tell you that aren't libelous. I can tell you. I tell you a pre-season one. When um, <laughs> when so that the year that the year that um, Aldo came along, um, you know, and we're all made up. Aldo signed flipping neck, and he, he was brilliant in training. By the way, we thought he was coming out, you know, coming out just seeing his years out. He was flying in training, absolutely flying. Uh, and we, we our first away, our first game was away at Brighton, and. Um, you know, we're all on this on our travel way bus. Albert was the driver, and um, Aldo was like, um, you know, we're only twenty minutes in, and he's uh, Albert. Where's the where's where's the water? Got any water? And he said, uh, Albert's like oh, looking around, saying, knowing full well he hasn't no got one's any ever water asked him for water. No one's ever asked him for water <laughs> on the coach before. <laughs> and um, he's like, this. So we're all looking any water. Aldo's asked for water. Oh my god! You're not um, in Spain anymore. <laughs> you're not. He's just come back from Wales. So yeah. Anyway, so. Um, Albert says, uh, "Have a look in that fr- on, in that fridge there, <laughs> right? Just it might, you might you might find someone there." And there was about there was about six trays of Fosters. <laughs> he opened it up and all there was like six trays of Fosters. There's no water, no whatsoever. And uh, King, King, he's like, uh, uh, "Albert, Albert, um, just nip into Nutsford. Uh, just it's only some five minutes. We'll, yeah, we'll get some water. So we got some water and some bananas and some Jaffa cakes and all that. So the next every, every other trip from that point onwards, you know." And also another another one, um, Kingy. We when we when I was first there, we were allowed to have a few beers if we went down to London. Um, if that's what you did, oh, like the fr- Friday night before yeah, Friday a game. Night. So my first away trip one year, I can't remember what it was. We played Fulham, so we, we all just walked out as a team with our dodgy tra- tracksuits on <laughs> to the to the local, and um, we had a beer. And Kingy was like, um, "Chrissy, you, you have a Guinness." What? Have a Guinness, <laughs> not not a pint of Guinness, but a proper bottle, a bottle of Guinness, because you know, I was like skinny and oh, I did some building, a bit of stout. <laughs> yeah, so we had, so I had like two bottles, like, and I was like, oh, "Are you sure, Gaffer?" I was like, "Yeah, fine." So then we, um, and the next day, you know, we won, we won two one, and I I came on and, and scored, jammy jammy sort of Chris Malkin goal, <laughs> um, but it, and we, um, first day of the season away at Fulham. You know, and to win two one, and you know it was, it was brilliant. Things like that—that's like your team spirit. You know, we we were like a well-run Sunday league team. Yeah, it's what's it's like <laughs> when you you hear the stories about Kingy, and there's there's no one left in the game like him. Is that he was a real? He loved nothing was as simple. Like if you ask Kingy what the time was, he'd tell you how to build a watch. <laughs> he? That's it. Like there was yeah, no such thing right. as just. Kingy, what do you think of this? It had to be. There was a metaphor. There was an analogy, and it was everything was. It was such a romantic view of the world and the football, wasn't it? It was yeah, just. It was, it was brilliant. Yeah, I mean, even even for um, you know, if you're getting dropped, you know what? It's what happened <laughs> Friday, Friday after, no Friday mornings. You know, um, we'd all be sort of in the gym, not necessarily doing anything, just just being seen. Usually talking about the Christmas day, or talking about <laughs> the, um, or going on on holiday or something like that. Anyway, and then Morsey put pop his head through, and everyone be quiet, and uh, he'd say, "Garno, Gaffer wants you," and Sean would be like, "Oh, blood, not again! My fault again!" <laughs> and then so you, ten Usually minutes later, ten minutes later, you know, Sean, had, you know, he'd come in, yeah, been dropped, and then um, Morsey'd say, uh, "Mogsy, 
Gaff once here and, and Mogs, he, ah, oh, my fault again, was it? You know what I mean? <laughs> and he'd walk down and then he'd, he'd come back. He'd say, Chrissy, and I'd, I'd go down there. Gaff wants to see So, and sometimes you'd get, sometimes you'd get a reprieve. You know, you'd go in there and you'd think, oh, you're for the chop. And he said, right, okay, you're in, but I want you to, you know, really get you know really you know give it give it the bifters this time <laughs> or sometimes he would drop you and say you know this and that um but i want you to come on last 20 minutes and really you know, run your socks off and really cause mayhem and you, you would you'd go in there and you'd you'd be gutted about being dropped but you'd come out thinking yeah what well, i'm gonna do he's to built you up you so much it's yeah. that man and management that is man, it? Manage- man management it's like what have you heard the man you players have spoke about what Fergie used to do to them he'd call them in and go you're not playing this weekend but it's because I really need you for the big game next week or in two weeks time and they said they'd come out Gary Neville or Beckham they'd come out and be like I'm going to be so good in that game in two weeks time and you wouldn't even be thinking why have I been dropped yeah. and that's what it is it's, it's going it's making every single player feel they're the most important because as Norwood said a few times when we've had him on and we spoke to him Basically, all professional footballers are children who have never grown up and are just basically still living life as not real adults, isn't it? Yeah. Did he, Peter Crouch on his podcast said recently, someone asked him a question and he said, I could go, go on an away trip with Stoke um, and I can turn up, a, 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 like a European away, anything, or a, a pre-season trip away for a week. I don't have to take it. I turn up in, a, in my clothes and a phone. I don't need anything. Everything is provided for me. Charges for every country, underpants, socks. I can turn up with nothing other than myself on my phone, and everything is provided for me by the club. Yeah, usually I, just like a smellies bag. That, that was about it. Yeah. Oh, that I've always asked that. Why do they always I, players turn up at a game and they've just got like a bag with shampoo in it? I think. <laughs> Come <laughs> that on, is, that is the truth. That's Why true. though? Do you think it's because it's, it's, it's like <laughs> tradition now? Like players want to do it because that's the football. They've seen thing people doing do. it. A little Louis Vuitton shower bag on the yeah, wash well, bag. That, to be honest, that's all you need, isn't it? That is now the footballer look and Give a big them, set of headphones. Everybody needs one. No, um, but yeah, going back to what football is like, there's nothing better. Oh, there isn't. And what you find is, um, you know, people talk about mental health these days. Don't need loads. And back then, it was just, you just felt a bit down because you weren't a footballer anymore. Yeah. You know well, I mean? it, it, or, or the pressures. But people are labelling it now. You think, yeah, flipping heck. Actually, I'm sure there were times when you're out of the team and you're injured and you're like, flipping heck. It coming back, I always times. think, if you've got a bad injury and you're away, you know, you're doing your the rehab gym, away, yeah. away from this, the lads. This, and this going back to, the, to that Wembley celebration, I had had um, surgery on my knee um, early part of the season. So, and I was at Lillishaw for three months. Oh, the you FA, know, please. Yeah. Um, so I did three months like on the rower, um, on the bike, you know, real killer sessions in the pool. You Just know, all rehab. So all rehab Ooh. and really working my socks off to get back fit. And then when you when you do get back fit and score that goal and you're like, it was all- that's all worth it. Yeah. So yeah. Maybe that was part of, maybe that's part of it, a release. But um, yeah, however... <laughs> However, we say that about you know about the mental health, etc. It is a fantastic, the most fantastic thing to do to be able to. Uh, it's every kid's it's dream. It's difficult isn't when it? you when you don't do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? That's because it's it is like a, you're playing a sport for your living and uh, getting well paid for it. You know, there really does need to be more done, doesn't it, within the game teaching, especially now because you, you get the young lads come through and they're in an academy now from the age of five. Yeah. You could theoretically be. 
from the age of five and then retire at 38. I'm not a top-level footballer, but you're a League One, League Two championship player. And then you retire and there's almost no support. I, I presume the PFA is trying yeah, to do more now to, to, to say players. you need to have something to go in. Because not, not everyone can be a pundit. Yeah. Not everyone can go into, you know, back in the old day it was always, oh, you're going to open a pub. That was the classic yeah, footballer's oh, thing, wasn't it? Landlord. Driver, yeah. yeah, go into that. Or yeah. physio. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, well, they do. They they sponsored me, and and they do. The PFA do sponsor um, players and semi-pro players at a certain level um, to do things like physiotherapy, refereeing as well. Now, wasn't it? I think, like yeah, SUV driving. Yeah, you know, all they've got loads of different things. Well, I don't want to say loads, but there's uh, quite a few different yeah, things they that they'll pay for you to train. To train. That's what should be yeah. done. Shouldn't I mean, yeah. thankfully, I was about thirty at Blackpool and you know I did have a moment of clarity and thought hold on this does not last forever you're 30 a few injuries um, what what am I going to do what what can I do so I I had my A-levels thankfully because I didn't go through the normal route getting into football and I'd done like um, the FA diploma in in treatment and management of injuries so that got me into a degree level um, course so they and they they sponsor me through it. So fair play to them. They are trying. Yeah. Back yeah. I just want to come back to you said where he spoke for about similarities. There was one thing he said, and it's been on my mind since. Where when you said about getting dropped at Wembley, and you said, "But it's Kingy," and it's sort of like that's like the ultimate respect to him that he could drop you, and you respect his decision. You just you take it because it because it's him. You trust what he's yeah. You trust yeah. what he's doing. You trust what he's saying. He knows better. What he role knows he best. wants you yeah. to do. And I feel like Mickey's now got that too. Oh, where, the, the, uh, he's the gaffer. Mickey, yeah, Mickey is the gaffer. Players fear him. Players want to be loved by him. Players want to please him. Yeah, and they respect what he's got to say, and th- they know like he's head honcho. What he says goes. What he says is right. Yeah. A lot of the time, and it's again. I think he's got a very where it's all about. It's respect, and where you are obviously. And you hear it. I've spoke to Gone. I've spoke to other like former players, and they've all got. No one can talk highly enough of Kingy, and I think Mickey may sit in a similar stead. It takes twenty years time. Yeah. Well, the fans adore him now, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. And you got to say. How hard has he had to work to get to that position? Not okay, not just the fans, but the players. You know, he must he, he must have had to work so hard to get where he is. Um, you know that respect from the players and the love from the fans. From neck, that is. There's not many managers that have that at all. Is that he, he's almost he can make a decision. Like he could not. That I'm saying he should, but say if we get to Wembley and Norwood's on the bench, there'll be raised eyebrows. But we'll go. Mickey knows what he's doing. Mickey, he could do. You, you, you obviously played with 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 Mickey at Blackpool. Did you kind of see him go into into management at that at that time? Or um, I mean, he was he was a tough Scottish midfielder, powerful, tough, powerful Scottish midfielder. Good footballer as well. Like yeah. A lot of people forget. Um, he was he was actually better from when I saw him at, at, at Tramia. He was he was better. I thought when he was at Blackpool, he was he was, you know, I thought he was absolutely quality. Um, not that he wasn't quality at uh, Tramia. I just thought he ran, yeah, you know, he ran the show. Maybe coming to a bigger club, he, he didn't run it quite as much as he did when he was at Blackpool. Yeah. 
Um, I know he scored a lot of goals and he was plumbing powerful, you know. So yeah, but he, so he knows, you know, he's very shrewd, and he's he's he, you know he's, he's been to Shrewsbury and um, Fleetwood, the scene, Fleetwood, yeah, yeah promotions. Um, so yeah, and he, he's he's done well. He's, he's brought in the, the physio from Fleetwood who got promotions with him. Uh, so things like that. you had people around. You yeah, know, it's you know, him and Jacko is the team, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, that's that's a big important thing. You know, Kingy had his his lieutenants around him that you tr- that he trusted. And you do need that. You need to be an entourage that you can, because um, they, they'll bounce off. You know, who should do this? Who, you know, what position? You know, who should be playing this and that? You know, it's like the old boot room, the Shankly boot room. Yeah, because that's what King used to um, always talk about. Bill Shankly. That was his like, yeah, not his idol, but he was a friend of it. He was a wasn't yeah, he? Well, he was highly thought of from Bill Shankly. But uh, it, it does. It's it, it's very easy. For us to go back and talk about the old, the old school, isn't it? Yeah, and not, and no, there's no disrespect. Um, th- this is the new school, isn't it? The, you know, we then making the new history. Said, yeah, they've sort of superseded that that group. That that group will never be forgotten. The sort of late eighties, early nineties. But this is the new group, isn't it? And yeah. it's like it's, it's, football has changed a lot. Um, and wow, you know, three three times at Wembley. You wonder if in twenty five years we'll be sat here talking about this group in the same way that we speak. It's. I think we will. Like you said, there's that's, so many similarities. Earlier, I think so really. many. I think, it, and that's why I meant with like the five or six players. Probably, maybe more where there'll be certain individuals we look back on as well and think, "Tell you what, he give it all. He, he give it his all, and we succeeded from that." Yeah. Well, you exactly as you said before. You, you reeled off what six or seven players who you said in our side we would run through brick walls. Yeah. Seven, you, and you, you knew not even just you knew like the fans knew. You as a group knew you could look. You obviously, you could look around the training ground and you could name yourself six six lads in the team, and you go, they want it. They want it more than anyone else in this league. We're gonna. We want it more than yeah. The opposition doesn't matter who we play against. Doesn't matter if they're better. Work, it yeah. doesn't matter if they're better players than us. And, and the next, the, the next step, and this is another thing that King you did well, um, and that Mickey has got to do well, is add bits of quality. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He had like, I mean, how can you add someone like Aldo? That was unbelievable. <laughs> but you know, how do you get someone like Pat Nevin and uh, Gary Stevens, Liam O'Brien? Yeah, you know what I mean. Just added quality through yeah. the years. So we had the, we had the young lads in. Um, yeah, keep the core, but we, we had the core, and we did have young lads, young up and come lads like Noel and Brandon. Uh, um, yeah, always did this, Stevie Vickers, yeah. Um, and then again, th- these these bits of class, you know, would come in and go like, flipping. It's like what Mickey's done, done that. In, in like a strange way. Like you look at like he brought Perkins in in January, yeah. he brought Kieran Morrison from Walsall, and they've slotted in, and yeah. they're quality additions to what was already. A good, like you say, a great squad, a good core of good lads. But if you, there's no reason why you go if someone's available and he's quality, and it, it, it's the right character as well, isn't it? Mm. And that's what they say a lot about people. A player can be a great player, but if he's not the right character for the team, Norris has even said the same, hasn't he? he? Said the, that when yeah. he came on, didn't the, he? They filtered out. They filtered out a lot the of lads who've come and gone in the last three years, four years while he's been there, and he said he was like, as a group, we've sort of actively filtered them out because we knew. They weren't the right they character. Right. Yeah. They, they, they didn't fit in. Yeah. And you've got to... That that shows probably the tightness and the clo- yeah. closeness of the group. As you say, as you were all really close, it was like, 
it key it it's good, isn't it? You need that you need the closeness for the chemistry. Yeah. And that encourages sort of almost the running through walls for each other because everyone gets on yeah. that well. Exactly. You want you don't want to let your mates down, do you? And the that's what's the cake. Johnny King. Oh, there's <laughs> another <laughs> classic <laughs> Classic Kingy. Talking of foods, I don't want to keep you too oh, long from your roast. Your roast. <laughs> um, no so we've got a, a couple of minutes just to look forward to Saturday. You're going down. You're yeah. camping. Yeah. Glamping. It's going to be a great weekend. And the glamping weekend, yeah. What do you think is going to happen? Oh, hey, bum neck. Get me crystal ball out. Um, I, I think Mickey will be quite serious, actually. I think he'll take a, quite a serious... Um, Outlook on this Not not a happy party Atmosphere Get the job done And we'll have a massive party At the end of it um, They'll approach it In that manner um, The boys can afford To approach it With some confidence But not Not arrogance I suppose Confident yeah. quiet, quiet confidence um, Yes yeah, it's, it's something They've seen before And what they've got to realise Is they have got this edge They'll have this edge Over Newport you got it without a doubt. You know Newport will be looking forward to going to Wembley, and the first time you go, look, we've all done it. Yeah, you try not to, but flipping egg, they'll be sorting out tickets for their uncles, their aunties, yeah. the great. It's a party, isn't it? You know, it's a, it is. That's that's that is it. It's the day out at Wembley, but as I said, got to keep your feet on the ground, and it's only it's only fantastic when you win. It's a, you know. You, Days, the times that we've lost, I can't even remember. I can hardly remember. No, you can't, you can't remember the the, um, the night out after Notts County getting beat, or the night out after getting yeah, beat yeah. by um, Birmingham. Can you? No, yeah. it's just nothing, is it? <laughs> it's just gone. But you only remember the ones when you win. Yeah, and you think that experience is is going to stand them in stead vital. in good yeah. head. Yeah, good and I just do think as well. Tram, you've got this nice blend of players. You know, just the way they dealt with that game away at Forest mm. Green. It, after going a goal down, it's like flipping it. That is that's maturity. That it's real character, wasn't yeah. it? Real. I really enjoyed that game. And do you know what I noticed? And it, it shows it's not even just the eleven on the pitch. For probably ten of the fifteen minutes, a half time in that second leg, McNulty was in the dressing room at yeah, half time. Yeah. And again, it's what you say about maturity. As they're walking back in half time. McNulty it's w- similar to how people have you seen the video of Pep with Sterling after the game after the cup final yeah. the lads just scored if you give him the first goal just scored a hat trick at Wembley yeah, cup final. and Pep's talking him and talking him and again there we've gone in one all and obviously Manny's only 24 McNulty's walked in right alongside him and he's just talking him I don't know what obviously I couldn't tell you what they're talking about but you could see it's serious conversation Yeah, and it is that like we've got with you McNulty's your Perkins Perkins has been promoted twice in the last three years with Wigan yeah. obviously McNulty what you say about Mickey's entourage all been promoted with him at probably Shrewsbury and Fleetwood we've got that maturity where we've been here before at this point of the season in playoff finals or whether it's been automatic promotions there's plenty of probably 10 plus in that dressing room who know how to cope with these occasions and I think that is huge it is agreed yeah so hopefully they'll win fingers <laughs> crossed definitely we're all looking forward to it are we all going Glastonbury yeah. then <laughs> I'll, bu- I'll buy a, I'll buy a transporter and we can all go let's That'd have a trip amazing yeah, I'll convert the Beatle into one. How about that? 
<laughs> extended <Jesus. Beatles. laughs> Feet hanging off the end of the Beatles. <laughs> I can make some amendments to it. If I go and pimp my ride, how about that? <laughs> Get a water bed in the back. We're on. Yeah. I'm definitely in. Shall we let Chris go and get somebody yeah. dinner? Shall we get another drink and then come back with the... We'll, we'll finally reveal the Paul Harper saga of Tramia. So, yeah, you're listening to this. We'll <laughs> cut away and then we'll smoothly glide back in oh, in a couple of minutes. The smoothest edit. Yeah, like a Jim massive, Harvey through ball. Massive thank you to Chris Malkin. Yeah. Tramia legends. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, thank you very much. We'll be back we'll in a jiffy. Big thanks then to Sir Chris Malkin, Wembley hero. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Top man. We've had to let him go... Um, to go and have a Sunday dinner. Yeah. Yeah, but he gave up an hour of his time. Sounded quite nice. Yeah, no. I was kind of half <laughs> hoping for an invite. But yeah, <laughs> same here. Um, but yeah, top man. Uh, really nice fella. And um, yeah, some nice stories as well. So Yeah, well, do you know what? Maybe after getting back on, do like a, a, over the summer, like get teammates. A, a teammates, yeah, a one to 11 or something also, like that. Also, yeah, some interesting things that he was speaking about, like, you know, about finishing football, which we we might do over the yeah, summer. Yeah, do stuff, some so. specials or something on. So, yeah. Then uh, he doesn't have to give up his time on no, Sunday to come down and Neither chat. Neither do I, us. Paul. No, been to crew today already. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, to pick up a TV. So uh, a TV, an old right. It's a, I'll, very. Quickly, oh, is this the, this thing you've been asking for? I have finally an got old an TV. old-fashioned CRT TV, Sony Trinitron, twenty-five inch. But you had to go to crew to go. I had to go it. and pick it up from crew, <laughs> right by the grounds. Well, right by it. Oh, excellent. Uh, just. By the Starbucks, by the um, the train station. Um, yeah, so I'll be playing Time Crisis, the gun game, PS One gun game later on in my girlfriend's office. She's delighted to have a big, fat, massive twenty-five inch Sony <laughs> old school telly sat I on her. Well um, imagine on a set of drawers. Not my problem. No. Her problem. No, and she agreed to it. Well, there you go. It was either that or let James Norwell come around and have his way with him, with her, him. Ooh. Anyway, uh, swiftly moving on. Then. Yes, let's get on with it. Uh, so obviously um, Wembley on Saturday was achieved through beating Forest Green which as we alluded to earlier it was like a yeah. bit of a monkey off the back wasn't it it really, really was it both I thought a lot of people after the home game there was a, Chris touched upon it he said it was a, quite a weird atmosphere second half and at the end of the game people well, sort of felt, felt like such a wasted opportunity people felt like yeah time. it was almost like we'd drawn or lost and even like in the pub after the game I, I said we've won 1-0 I don't care what's happened in the game we've won the game 1-0 they made it very difficult to break down I think like people sort of go into like auto thinking minds and like you're down to 10 men you're going to massively struggle and as you said before like the 10 men of Tranmere did the amazing thing last summer yeah but uh, Forest Green are a decent side and defensively yeah, they they're well organised we've seen what they did and it was literally 10 men behind the ball yeah. and it was really really difficult to find any space was te- there was no space and I said the whole thing was uh, same again on, on Good Friday when they beat us and they just did did a job on us and everyone was like oh we're going to go down there I said yeah but they've got her for the first time ever I think playing they're going to have to come at us they've sat back against us all because they've always got the nose in front they're going to have to come out and have a go with us and they did and they scored <laughs> but you know so second leg 1-0 up conceded the early goal can I just which was before we got in the, the car we were saying like the the 
Like you've got to keep it tight, twenty minutes, half an hour. Yeah, I can, thought that as soon as it. And as well, I said, as soon as you said that, I knew we were going to concede. There was real come, <laughs> weather, come and weather the store for the first twenty because they're going to come out flying. Yeah, and they came out flying. <laughs> Fourteen minutes in, go. I think I actually said first fifteen, and we nearly got through that period, <laughs> and then bang. You say like trying to weather the storm. That was like trying to weather a hurricane with an umbrella, or like putting a poncho on from the queue at Alton Towers for the log flume, <laughs> and just standing into it was. They didn't come out that mad, but it was. Do you know what? Scotty will. Scotty should save it. He'll, he'll be the first to admit that. Yeah. But the way we reacted to that, the moment they scored, we were the better side for the, the like next seventy-five minutes. Yeah, and as even as before they had the man sent off, as you said, like, I don't remember Scott having too much to do. He uh, didn't. A couple yeah, of crosses and stuff. Couple of crosses. Didn't he might have had one other shot straight to him from outside but, the like, box. The way that the. The whole team defended. I'm not going to sort of single out like the back four, but it's it was starts a real, from the front. Do you know what Mickey's always saying? Yeah, I, I will single out because he had a bit of a shaky start when he came into the team. Sid Nelson, yeah, had a couple of sloppy. He came on, he, do you, but then someone pointed out. I think it was on Twitter. He pointed out. He said, "Steve McNulty started slow for us. Manny yeah. Monfey started slow so, for yeah. us." So Nelson started slow for us. I would, he's out. He's been released by Millwall. I would be offering him a two-year contract at the minimum right now. Another very like Manny, very young. Uh, exactly. Uh, them two. I think uh, he's uh, older than you think. You said Nelson, like 23, 24. Same. S- no, sim- that's about the. I had him. About, well, I had him about 22, 23. Similar sort of age to to Manny. But then I'd I'd be he's having. Got good, he's got a, a player that age who's mainly been out on loan. He's got. L- lot of experience. Yeah, he's played a lot of games at a decent level, League Two Same and League with, One level. With Morris, he's been released by Walsall. Walsall as well. Yeah, like, two hundred games. He's twenty three. He's only eight months older than I am. Morris has really um, looks a player the last couple of months. A really good player. Uh, one of those where you can say sometimes he's he doesn't look like he's kind of showing much. It's a winger, isn't it? And he's. Left the left footer cutting in all yeah. the time from the right, which standard is a bit of a bugbear of mine. But anyway, it's the way the game is now. Unfortunately, yeah. isn't it? but he he sometimes kind of drifts out of games. But the, the work rate, it's like we always say about Connor Jennings: up and down, up and down, up and down. He never stops running. That's why Mickey likes Kieran Morris. He's got exactly he's got yeah. quality as well. He's got genuine quality. The the, the, the header to see up Norris is a brilliant header, but. The defensive work he puts in for that team. Yeah. I, do you know what we are now? We're, we're such a compact unit now. That f- that midfield five: Connor Jennings, Kieran Morris out wide, Ollie Banks, Jarius Perkins. This is literally the role Jarius was born to play. He's now playing almost at the. He's the front. He's the first press now of this midfield, wasn't he against Forest Green? Like he's he was like the, the furthest. He's yeah. the tip of that midfield triangle, and like. He was. He just did not stop snapping at the heels of their players. I found all myself night. screaming a lot during both legs. Go on, you little rat! Every time, because that is the perfect wise way to describe Jay Harris is a rat. Like he just, he'd find that a compliment. I reckon. No, I, think, the, I think he would. Find no, he's a the rat. I think he'd say that about himself. He's the rat from Ratatouille. <laughs> he isn't just, he? He's, he's the little rat from Ratatouille. He's, a rat. he's like an Watch unhappy what you say. Kante. <laughs> can't, can't say with a lot of aggression. 
I, I said this actually when we had him and Lois Maynard together. I said we had the non-league versions of Kante and Yaya Toure, and I still stand by that of him <laughs> being Kante. Now he, we're in the he league. Really covers a lot of ground, but whereas Kante tackles cleanly, Jay just leaves one in every now and then. Every now and, <laughs> and then, you know he's there. Every single tackle for over that. It was a real. We were saying in the corner way. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I'm very excited to see. Jay Harris versus Josh Labadee. That has got red card written all over it somewhere. It's got bloody <laughs> jail. It's, it's got jail time written all over it. <laughs> Hopefully, it's Josh Labadee in, it's walking into the stands. But I do think one of them may be dismissed. It's got a feisty, a, f- a few feisty tackles lined up, hasn't it? Yeah. What, what about Forest Green? Where did you, where did you park? I, I we saw you oh as we were walking Jesus. up that hill. Have you ever been to Forest Green? Right. Yeah, but it was dark and I couldn't tell. God, right. It was, it was light when we were. I was walking up. No, I mean it was dark the first time I went. Oh, so you, yeah, it's different. We had to park at the bottom of this hill, the, right <laughs> by the Tesco. That walk up that hill, right. <laughs> that is a big fucking hill. Was it pre-season? Yeah, it was like running up the sand dunes. Took like twenty minutes. Got there. One, the lad who drove Des, like he's just had like knee surgery. He had to stop halfway up because he was like, I can't do this anymore. And it's like, there's no point jumping on the bus because that's getting even slower because of the traffic. Saw so you walking up. I'd, I'd managed to hail abuse of Paul Harper, obviously. Called him a rat. Started. Called him a rat, I think, didn't I? And, um, mm. But, do you know The walk down at the end of the game was much more fun. <laughs> and then we went to that Tesco at the bottom of the hill. Was it open? It was open until 11. Oh. And as we were leaving, the team coach pulled up. <laughs> and I'll tell you now in, they yes. were all drinking Corona I'll tell you why because the Coronas were on bloody offer in there they were on offer they were like £10 for Cheap a crate of 16 yeah uh, there we go warm though that was the problem we got we got Heineken's out of the fridge in the, there was uh, none the of bus, the there was the fridge on the bus there you go well that's the bus hopefully by all accounts we're going on down to Wembley uh, is a I hope not they getting there walking <laughs> look Jake they'll be flying down probably won't they they're probably already there <laughs> they're probably at Madame Two Swords now Tower of London doing the sights all posing with Zo- the, the wax Steve McNulty yeah Zoom's got a camera around his neck taking he's got a Polaroid camera there's a documentary Tranmere Rovers in London on tour there's a kitty cat out there little black cat is that oh good look God. or bad look I'm, good look imagine. there we go it's not my cat is it what's he doing here I'm Dougie imagine. get home I've got it go talking about documentaries oh no a guided tour pretty much anywhere you want in the world by Jay Harris <laughs> Imagine him <laughs> describing like Buckingham Palace and him at the top or at the top of the London Eye well, talking you through the views. Everyone says he's the most intelligent man, don't they? Yeah, he he say he's the mo- just well at the club. Oh, wait, okay, him <laughs> and McNulty. We just got to get out McNulty. of here. He may be intelligent, but he's extremely <laughs> scout. Hold on, grab a microphone, Nicky, please. Yeah. There's a mic. We got a spare mic. Chris Malkin's mic is here. We do have a spare mic, but Nicky is is too shy to to speak. You, you taught him. What did you teach him? It over. You taught who? What did you Jay. teach him? Jay Addis. What? Right. So, our gracious host, Nicky, taught Jay Addis. Was he clever? At, he was the really? cleverest in the group at Everton as well, so he's... Yeah, but like Anthony Gardner, uh, Anthony not Anthony Gerrard, sorry. Yeah, he was cleverer than Anthony yeah. Gerrard, which I could have told you that. I think Rover the Dog's clever than Anthony Gerrard. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. Every, everyone we speak to says, Jay Alice is the cleverest of the club. He's the most skillful as well, everyone says, isn't he? Yeah. I he, remember was, he was doing an accountancy degree. I remember being sat with Mitchell once just talking about Jay Alice, and he was saying, he was like, look... 
he knows everything about everything. He said it's, <laughs> it's like life things, like... If you want to Where dodge, are you holding that mic, Jake? If you want to dodge your water <laughs> the bill. Different straight away. If you want to dodge your water bill. Gareth <laughs> knows how to. <laughs> right, no, exactly. that, he, right. He knows every loophole that in was, life. That was what I was waiting for. When you said he's doing an accountancy thing, I was waiting, and you've just summed it up there. That's why he's doing an accountancy thing. Yes. Not to he do accounts for people, to try and dodge <laughs> tax as much as he can. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me if you found out who's um, Amazon's accountant, Jay Harris. That's why they pay zero tax. <laughs> Starbucks, Jay Harris. Yeah. Google. Yeah, apparently he's very uh, intelligent, like in just <laughs> in life. He's a very clever man. But why doesn't he do that on the pitch instead of going around like biting people's heads off? <laughs> to be fair, that's Joss Labadee. But yeah. Maybe this is where he gets it that's, all off. And that's not libelous. No, it's not. It's true. He's so he's intelligent, he'll know a lot of stuff he probably doesn't want to know. And he takes his frustration out on professional footballers. Is he married? Is he a married man, imagine, Jairus? They all are footballers now, aren't they? They're all married. Right. I, I don't know. What's this? Has Jairus got a son? What? When we went on the pitch the other day, <laughs> I was running around. I don't know about you, Je- um, but I was not on the pitch causing any trouble. Even That's though a fr- lie. I was <laughs> photos, <laughs> you nearly rugby tackled me. Jake. I-, I was sort of running around in circles. Didn't see a single player. I promise you, not one. <laughs> I seen Jay Harris, and he was with a young lad talking to him, and I assumed it was his son. What? So I didn't want to run over because I thought. Oh, it looks like a lovely father some moments. I don't want to ruin that. So I just carried on walking around in circles looking for people and found no one else. You found me? So, yeah, I see you anyway. Oh, boy. <laughs> so I'm hoping I didn't miss the chance to jump on Jairus just for some random kid. I'm hoping Jairus has got a son. You think his son ran on the pitch? Well, if not, I, I, it Could- looked like a father some moments, honestly. He's like hugging him and he was saying something down his ear and I thought, you don't even do that to a random kid. Mm, so Jairus. Well, he'd be probably saying I'm the fucking scouse cafu, mate, like he said to you. <laughs> so, uh, Wikipedia knows things like this, doesn't it? I, I Jay Hallis is currently on trial for tax evasion. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Right. It was a good day down, um, wasn't it, Monday night? Yeah, we night. parked halfway up the hill. How did you get a parking space? There was a, a little, like, playground. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> this is going to get me into trouble. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, there was a... Down this street, this random... Like, the one I saw you trying to turn into. Yeah. I did say to our driver. Down the street, there was like... Um, like a five-side football pitch or oh, ba- and a basketball and stuff. Didn't see and that. it was like... Just this bit of wasteland, to be honest. We said to their fans... Like, I don't know if anyone... If you've been... You'll know this, but... My mate was incessant about this, Finno. He said... If they were to go up, if they'd have won and gone up and got into League One and say a Sunderland or Portsmouth had turned up, that stadium and the area it's in, the infrastructure is not there for them to go any higher. The, sh- the road we drove into was a one-way road. It was like it was. I said it was like the, the, the where Postman Pat lives, the village he lives in, where there's only room for one car down the road. And that was the main road we got into Father's Green. And if yeah. a car come the other way, every like, mile, there was a tiny little inlet for you to drive into. That's why it took us so long getting out, didn't we? We were stuck yeah. behind yeah. two buses. And some woman shouted. as we There was a car, a few cars behind us beeping. And some woman shouts across the road. He can't get up the road. There's another car coming down. And I said, I looked at Paul and the other lad in the corner. I was like, this sums up Forest Green. Why do they not have roads where you can go up both sides? Two lanes of traffic. It was. <laughs> it's 2019. It was. And they've got one way roads. It was a real. Um, it loved, do you know what? Lovely area. Lovely houses. Nice people. The public toilets down where we parked. 
unlocked. I no locks. They'll have no trouble on Halloween round no. there. Oh god, Mizzy Night doesn't exist down there, does it? <laughs> but but it's like uh, it's probably smaller. People of the world will know Woodchurch Estate. It's smaller than Woodchurch Estate. Yeah, it is the whole place. Yeah. And weirdly, like you come, you come up that hill for about five hours up that mountain. It's genuinely and about a 20, sudden, 25 minute walk up there, the hill. I mean, when you're coming from the other side in the car. Oh yeah. And all of a sudden you get there, and this village just appears out of nothing. Yeah. Like you're driving through fields and f- I don't know reckon it's about five miles away from anything else. It is at least. Yeah, yeah. And then it, as soon as you come over, like get to the peak of this hill, all of a sudden there's this tiny village just just in your face and the ground right on the edge of it. It's the first thing you see the ground, isn't it? Is there at the top? Yeah. Like there's that roundabout and the ground and there's that hill down. And like I don't know if anyone else there's did you else there, did you try and get a drink in, in the, the the away end tent? No, we didn't. God almighty! So they were there and the, they had they didn't have like a draft proper draft. They had like do you can buy like a draft thing for your house? They had yeah, one of them. Yeah, it was it was one of those sort of things. And I just said, just sell like all those sell. Just get cans in or bottles because they would go. This fellow was like, I can't do the accent. You know, like, it was, do what their accents like that, like Bristol accents. And they were just like, is anyone waiting up to order? And everyone, there was like twenty of us on the other side. Yeah, cheers. It's like I was there. Yeah. Well, I am thinking of going on to all my impressions. <laughs> and there was about 20 of us stood to the other side, all going, no, we're waiting for pints. And then they were just going, how many did you order? And so obviously, if you say to a load of fellas from Birkenhead, there was an Ameri- <laughs> a guy from America there who married a girl from Birkenhead, and I said, where are you from? I forget where he was from, somewhere lovely. And I went, I'm Cleveland. He went, went, you're a long way from Cleveland. <laughs> so these, these poor like college kids were just going, how many pints did you order? And everyone just sort of went, seven. <laughs> one and it was just you know 455 I think everyone, it was, everyone was just looking at each other sort of going and then passing pints back just favourite <laughs> stockpiling pints but by then it was like quarter past seven and we were like <clears throat> I, I sank we sank like two pints in oh there's one right did you get anything to drink inside the ground no but I right someone got food uh, yeah, vegan, vegan. This is what I want to discuss. Yes, yeah, so, someone next to me showed me. Chucks in the bin, a whole bottle. There was a little menu there, and like you go, and it's like veggie burgers, veggie nuggets, veggie. I just got to get chips and curry. Like, don't don't have an argument with them. Just get <laughs> chips and curry. And at the bottom was like drinks. It was like coffee. But Did I it just say Coke? Milk. It just says it's Coke. It didn't say. So I'm quite. You said Coca Cola. Like, like that was like the little saving grace at the bottom of the menu. That's like, and, and a bottle of Coke, please, love. He just whipped out this black and green bottle. <laughs> Say, no sugar, no this, no that, no. It was just water, practically. Yeah, brown, <laughs> black, black water. <laughs> yeah, but Dirt. it even said at the bottom, with sweeteners, and he thought, and made from something, something plants. Oh, fuck. It hasn't even got like normal sweeteners, it's got plant sweeteners. Well, one of our mates, just before we scored, he went to get food, and he come running back, and he went back just before half time, and he come back with chips and gravy. And there was a, there's a, one of our mates who comes to the game is a vegan, not, excuse me, not against him, right? I tasted, he went, he went, he taste, went to the game with a vegan? Yeah, right, Sarson, no disrespect, mate, come on, he knows, he's a good lad, but he's made some bad life choices there, hasn't he? With the yeah, vegan. very much so. So, he, all oh, the mate there's a, he goes, taste this gravy, so we have a chip of the gravy on, Sarson has one, and he's a vegan, and this is his word, he went, I'm a vegan, 
and that's one of the worst fucking things I've ever had to be like <laughs> what this was like I can't describe gravy's a lovely thing isn't it it adds to anything but it's normally made with meat, meat. extra what I don't know what this was I can only imagine that if you remember like old children's TV when these people used to get slimed in like a, a gun's <laughs> tank it was yeah. like that like it was disgu- it was disgu- how can you fuck up chips and gravy it's impossible <laughs> I, what right, was the cuddy like? I sent Curry weren't too bad. I <laughs> He's got a, a photo. Of I sent the lads a picture of this green cola because it blew me. I sent it to our group chat. It's like, look at the state of this. Because I was saying to them all before the game, I was like, look, I said, is it like forest green cola? Because a lot of them are like Everton Liverpool fans. I say to them all, look, if you ever get the chance, <laughs> just to experience it, you've got to go to forest green. <laughs> <laughs> it's like nowhere else on the planet. <laughs> and it says on this bottle, it's, it's a green and black bottle called. Green cola, proper roller cola, tastes shite. <laughs> Goes out of date in August, probably short life cola. Well, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no sugar, no aspartame, no preservatives, 100% taste, with sweetener from a stevia plant. Ugh. But That's like this, natural what, sugar. What is in it then? What's actually in it? Dale Vince's sweat or something. Yeah. <laughs> it, honestly, it was, you know, them like 15p bottles of like, 20 litre cola you can get from Asda. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's cheaper than Smart water. Smart price. Yeah, it's like cheaper no than frills. water. It tasted like that. Oh. It was, oh. We're happy with that. I actually, oh, I nearly got us an extra seat in the car and I went and pulled <laughs> the poor student from Smear off time and said to him, do you have to come here every week, mate? And he like, nodded his head at me and said, we've got room in the car if you want to come back with us, you know. <laughs> 12 <laughs> Do you want to point out, like, about them, like, when we all ran on the pitch and like, I'm, t- I'm speaking from my perspective, and 99.9% of them always run on the pitch. We were not trying to confront their fans. We were not trying to rile them up. We were just that happy and couldn't believe what was going on. We wanted to get on the pitch with our players. And, like, they, that was the best stewarded and policed pitch invasion. They let us do what we wanted to do. They let us celebrate. None of us were going up to either end to try and rile them. I see, I, someone posted a clip. Like, my bird texted me. As it was going, I saw it when I got off the pitch. She went... Oh my god, I can see you. Do not get arrested. <laughs> and then you can see me, and I've just got my hands on my head. And like, oh, I'm doing, I'm doing like the up. praying sign. <laughs> I'm just like going like this. You can see me literally going, I can't believe it, I can't believe it. And I just go up to what a. You go and shake the steward. I go up to a plod and I go up to a steward. <laughs> and I just go, I went, I, said, I, just, I remember just saying, I went, you don't have to worry about anything here. We're not, there's no trouble going on. We just can't believe it. And the steward went, no, I know, mate. He went, hey, good luck at Wembley. I hope you win. And I went, that's why I shook his hand. I was like, oh my God. When you first seen I him, thought he was like, going to go, you nicked. <laughs> you know, you, you've got cats, you know, and you walk around the corner and your cat's in a room and it's like, oh. Yeah. And when, on that video, you see you, you know, you turn around and see the steward and you like step I'm back like, and like, oh. I'm like, fuck, I'm getting nicked. <laughs> yeah. 15 plods done there and the steward. He, it's like that spider thing. It's like he's just as scared to see you and both of you were just like, oh, yeah. staring at each other. I'd only had eight pints. Come on. <laughs> I, went, I made the mistake as well going in the, the toilet at half time. It was like coming out with stars in your eyes. A lot of smoke. I'm not suggesting for one second that anyone was in the toilets smoking cigarettes, Paul Harper. Um, so I think, in fact, Jake, I think you'll agree. I think Paul was in the toilet smoking something more than <laughs> yeah, nicotine. Something a bit stronger. Yeah. Doesn't that Ian Goodison might be uh, <laughs> partial to, shall we say? Put it this way <laughs> we have three little birds playing the whole way home. <laughs> Ah, yeah. It's health benefits. Yeah, well, well, do you know it's medicinal? If it's medicinal, it's absolutely fine. It was, do you know what? It was a great night. Um, it'll live long in the memory. I hated every second of the whole game. <laughs> it was terrible. I hated it. Good, like... Do you know what? It was a bit... I, I, I 
kind of felt like this at Wembley last year. I didn't feel any kind of... Enjoyment? No, no, I didn't feel any kind of anxiousness or anything. Yeah, during the game, I felt all right. Pre-game, I just we thought got nerves. I hated we're gonna the go. We're gonna go through it. Paul, what's um, wrong with you? How much ganja have you smoked? Really relaxed. <laughs> 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 really, really relaxed. He's really relaxed. No, like, he had eight uh, pockets of eight <laughs> pockets of <laughs> no, at Wembley. The munchies at Wembley. I just even after the red card and everything, I just thought this. We're we're not gonna fuck it up here. And it was the same the other night. It was like. I mean, I've as seen soon my as we arm. got the, 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 the bruise marks on yeah, my arm yeah. for me, mate, grabbing my arm. But as soon as we got the got the goal, I was like, "That's it. We're that's it. We're gonna." I wish Paul, I could be more like you. I was just definitely terrified the entire game that something was going to go wrong. Can we? Talk? I feel like this squad. Yeah, no, I, is like it's a different. No other it's squad. Not. I mean, even like this is a we different set of lads. About like the early nineties, that team could easily just fold. And, and did and a good few times particularly yeah. at Derby away from home <laughs> but this team I always feel it's if we're going to lose we're going to go down absolutely fighting bodies on the line yeah we're taking ourselves. them with us yeah this is <laughs> exactly yeah and like I just f- honestly thought like they they know they're in a position to, to see it out and they did. Like, it was the most professional performance the Tramia team has ever put in. I, that's the word for professional performance. I can't remember seeing a performance Get like that. Get that goal and then just see it out. Killed, we killed the we do We've done to them what they've done to us so many times. Killed the game off. I mean, they, they, they might have complained about the sort of the time wasting and stuff. It wasn't we didn't do as bad as, as, as their We didn't do any blatant ones. We, we kept the ball in the corners. Yeah. And kept the ball. At no point did we like go... Oh, I'm going to go. Did one of our players go down once with cramp or anything like that? Not once. We we just we game management, as Chris said. That our game management that game was unbelievable. Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't believe it. It's all about winning those little free kicks, isn't it? Oh, Manny Monfey went down. Like Jay Jarvis and yeah, Monte. <laughs> Ollie Banks has had a bit of criticism. The little three foot forward who just put his palm of his hand oh, no. right on his Manny Monfey. on his back. Off you are goes. six foot six, mate. Come oh, on, Ollie Banks had a, had a bit of <laughs> love it, a bit of criticism <laughs> towards the end of the season, rightly or wrongly, whatever you look at it. He's turned up in this. Who's this Ollie Banks. I think that oh, the, yeah. the Perkins Jr. This Ollie Banks is the perfect one to get the best out of him. That goal is as good a goal as yet. He's got to be gutted that goal of the season's been given because that's goal of the season. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, underside the ball. What's the goal Jennings it. Jennings at Southport was a great strike. Yeah, it was like. a good goal. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, he's been, I said to me, me dad at the game, it was like, Do you want us he's toke? been trying, <laughs> he's been trying to score one like that all, all season. Yeah, he to has, be fair, he's got since he's pretty much nowhere one, near. Since he's had that one, he's just about 17 unsuccessful. <laughs> and that's in a game and off. He's had a good go at trying to do it again, hasn't he? He took like all season charging that one up. Yeah. Like, like keep that keep the square button pressed down for that long. Get the power. <laughs> what a goal it was! What was you going to say? Um, yeah, you were. Yeah, you had thank the God for the uh, dis- goal line technology. By the way, which she were absolutely fearful of. Thank God for that. Do you know what I mean? Can we discuss Mark Cooper's post match interview? <laughs> I'd look. I could oh, sit and talk about that honest. for an hour. I like nah. the bit where he said about no one wanted us there. I can't believe he's arguing. Neither of them records were a record. Well, they were two of the most recorded records I've ever seen. There's no complaints about either of them from the player. If 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 our player does either of them, 
if our player does the kick out in the first game, we're going, what a stupid thing to do. If our player does that on a yellow, we're going, what are you doing that for? Yeah, he was denying Norwood. Uh, None of their know. players yeah, argued. It's, even the player was like, it's a yellow card. If you're on a yellow, Winchester you can't do doesn't that. say, he sort of throws his arm up and walks straight off. He it's doesn't ridiculous. say away because he knows. I want to know, when, when he, he come out and said that ridiculous bullshit going, the fucking referees association rang me and apologised. And said for what? <laughs> you, you should have had a penalty, and Trammy should have been down to nine men. Yeah, what no. fucking what? What? What are these two red cards we should have had? I've no idea. Nine um, men. What was? He's a fucking prick. If you're listening, Cooper, come and have me a scrap at this tennis club now on <laughs> court six. I, I he's just. I can't stand people like that. Just what? Look what's happened. You, you've your players have made bad decisions to get sent off. They've made stupid things, both of them. Have a word with them. Don't come out with excuses. Be an honest man. He's n- I've ne- who likes Mark Cooper in football? Who don't? You know what I mean? He's always come across. He's an arrogant man. He can't give credit where credit's due. He can't just hold his hands up and go. He, he backhanded. He went credit to Tram. He got through. But me, 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 mo, 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 mo. Just yeah, fucking have a look at your, have a look at yourself in the mirror, mate, and look how you've you've handled situations in the past when you've been winning. Lose with dignity. Win with class. He can't do that. Yeah. Yeah, got no time it, for well, people like him in the world. He could be an. would like to think that he could be the, managing an Asda and he'd be a prick. I guarantee you. I'd like to think that if the boot was on the other foot, that Mickey would have been much more magnanimous. He would sure do. He, he is when when we've been beaten with a look, been beaten by a better side. Look what happened against Spurs. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> <I> mean, <that> <laughs> was, <laughs> couldn't really blame the referee for that one. <laughs> There's a few decisions in that game, mate. Yeah. Yeah, at nil we nil as well. If he didn't give that offside when we were five nil down, <laughs> we were back in, man. So, yeah. um, Wembley this Saturday coming. Yeah, should be good. Are we looking forward to it? How yeah. how are we feeling compared to the, the previous two years? P- f- compared to last year, a million times better. Yeah, last year for me felt like make a break for the club. Where yeah, this is what I've said: if yeah. we didn't. Win I think last we all knew, didn't we? We were very close to becoming like a Wrexham where you're no longer a big team in the league, you no longer have like a financial, much more of a financial power compared to the, the mid-table teams in that league. You're a non-league team in the non-league. Yeah, and you're probably only a few years away from becoming part-time. Yeah. And that's, last year needed... It needed to happen. It changed. Whereas this year, as you say before, and it's a Mark Palioch saying of, what was it, devastating today, but not disastrous tomorrow. Yeah. If we got beat on Saturday. It's not even, de- it would be devastating. Do you know what? I, In the I moment, honestly, it'd be devastating. Obviously, if we get beat fucking 5 nil or something, but like, say we, we lose. Say we lose on penalties, God fucking forbid, touch wood, it doesn't happen. <laughs> but we're there. And like like when we got beat by Forest Green, it was audible. And all the any of the players came over and applauded us because they were all sit down. If we lose, given a good performance, and we just get beat on the day by the better side in Newport, proud of this team, proud of them lads. Going further than I thought they'd go this season. Yeah, yeah, and do you know what? Yeah. I've got. I quite like Newport. I've got no real feeling towards Newport whatsoever. I don't hate Newport. No, no. Do you know what I mean? If they, if if someone has to go up, and now it is going to be. Do you know what? If you did at the playoffs. It's weird though. You probably said the same to them. If you'd have said to Newport, you get who would you want in the playoff final before, before the playoffs have been drawn, they'd probably have picked us, and I'd probably have picked them. I wouldn't have wanted Mansfield, and I wouldn't have wanted Forest Green for obvious reasons from the past. So, like, I disagree. Who would you have wanted in the one in Mansfield? <sighs> no, a good side. But off the back of thinking, right, we're going up. 
we've been yeah. pretty much in the top three all season. Yeah. Falling away. Chris mentioned it a bit before about the team that's got the momentum in the second half of the season, sneaks into the playoffs yeah. like Newport did. And they're like 13, 14 games unbeaten. They're on a brilliant run. They're full of confidence. They're a dangerous side. They are, but we're a good side as well. Yeah, it yeah. should be. I'm not saying we should fear, fear them per nope. se, but they're, they're on that kind of crest yeah. of a wave. They've had some good they results. Could take us, they could take them a long way, as you know, as as we've done. But it's one of them. I, I, it's a fifty-fifty. Yeah, it's simple as that. Isn't it? And it's the, the playoffs this season have been oh, unbelievable. What? It's but they've been mental, aren't they? These playoffs. So every single one of them. Whatever you think, it's probably going to go out the window because it, like, anything could happen. And, um, Anything can happen, will. but I think Newport. As long as Liam Rydell doesn't try and tackle within forty-two seconds, <sighs> I want nothing more than for him to be the hero this year. I've, I was. You know, he's I've, been with us a long time. Yeah, for a lot of that time, he's not been highly thought of. And but he's always played. He's always every manager's always picked him, which says a lot about him. But he's always, you know, he's never been a fan favourite ever, really. But. I do like him and I just really hope for his sake that this year he's a hero not the villain You'd, I thought about this the other day Jake and I just thought 80th minute free kick I'd love it I free would kick love slightly it. to the right side of the box 25 yards out and Rydell's just there and you think if Left any if, if anyone deserves a bit of Wembley redemption it's him innit like if, if if there was if you're writing a story like last year if you're writing the sequel... So is this going in the film or is this an, a separate I'm film? still trying to think. I'm going to play myself. This is go- like goal and goal one and goal two. This okay, is goal two right, now. So this last is, year was goal yeah, one. Yeah, okay. You know, it, it, he's got to do He's got to do something and he's got to score the goal. Or he's got and to I, do something. You say from Wembley, but I... Don't make a mistake. From don't his get time, <laughs> His whole time here with us, he's been through two relegations. Um, and I say, obviously, he would have felt like he really missed out last year. He probably felt like he, he had no... Credit, yeah, for any of that. So I feel like the, it would be a real like champagne moment for him to do, even just for an assist. Let's whip one in the box and score a header. Yeah, for, for him to, I really want him to have a big part in this a positive on, impact yeah, on the game. I want him to have a big part in a win on Saturday. You just think about this now that like, I'm the plan we've got. We got the coach booked with all the tickets. It's thirty six of us going down on our coach. The, the weather, by all accounts, is going to be nice sunny day. You know, nice Saturday. I do you know what I, the most excited I was about this. Sadly, it was I was just thinking this coach Dan's going to be fucking great. You know, <laughs> like me, my, my family and like me ma and that on and all. Last year they run all. Is this going to be the best bit though? I can't, oh, Paul, I can't stress enough. Like the fact that like last year, like my family, my mum and all them, and my aunties, my cousins were all on Aldi. Whereas this year they're there, and I just think like. The, the, it's these and like, so it's me like all my mates my best mates we've, you know, we've been through thick and thin with Tramia we're going there third year on the run it's going to be a sunny day we're going down these coaches down are like f- people who don't get football or even like there's football fans it's cop I don't mean to pick on Liverpool fans but they're the ones I'm using example you did the ones, beautifully last time yeah I know but <laughs> do you know what I mean the ones who they don't, they don't go the game for what, for whatever reasons, they can't, whatever, but they don't go to home games, they certainly don't go to the aways, they'll never know what it's like here for, to follow your team home and away, for years and years, 
and then to get these days yeah, where, have, like, where tens you, of years of it, nothing. It's you and your closest friends who've been through it all. You've seen the relegations, and now you go and especially like l- this year now, where like I say, if we lose, it's not the end of the world. It'll be audible, but we'll get back on that coach on the way home if we've lost, and we'll have a bevy, and we won't be totally despondent like we were two years ago. And just that coach down, we're like, do you know what? I can't wait to have. Obviously, we won't be drinking because it's a legal port, but do you know what I mean? We'll have a few waters, we'll have a few J2Os. J2Os, yeah. Yeah, you know, we'll have a few Coca-Colas, we'll have a few green colas from Forest Green, we'll go and get them stocked yeah. up. We'll have a few Pringles. We'll, f- you know, sing a few songs, we'll stop at the services. And it's just like that, th- these days are just like, I don't, they're the best times of your life. You look back on them and just go, these are times surrounded by your, your friends, your family. Yeah. Everyone's happy. You know, you've got just flags, part. It's just going to be. One, you've got to treasure these moments in life. You've genuinely got to without getting too heavy. Because, like, I think, look back to my first game at Wembley. My old fam, like, it was. Like, <laughs> I don't know what happened. Like, but even my family from, like, I've got, like, uh, my family down south, half of them are West Ham, half Charlton. They turned up at Wembley for that day. Blimey. And it was like an entire day. And I was just there five, just not knowing what was going on in my little tr- yellow Tramia shirt. My brother in his little goalie shirt, just and it was these are the, such good times, and I'm so happy they've seen the um, initiative, the SWA two one for people who can't, for fans who can't afford to get to Wembley, yeah, yeah. people are gonna donate, so donate so people can get a ticket because yeah, there's, there's people there who, for for want of a better, you know, anyone do you know, it, it's it's expensive going down to Wembley, and yeah, it's tough it times, unfortunately, especially in Birkenhead and on the Wirral, and there's people there you know probably want to take the sum. Or the kids, you know, it. to take the daughter or mums and dads. And if if anyone's got any, I'm going to donate. I probably haven't got their sort of, but like if I can donate 20 quid and that means a kid gets to go to Wembley with the dad, then I think, you know, if that means I, you know, if that's four pints I can't have this week, then so be it. If yeah. it means a kid going there and see, you know, I experienced what I experienced when I was five. Hopefully on the coach home they don't show hardcore pornography like I witnessed on the coach home from the Bristol Rovers game and my dad went get that off the telly now. <laughs> You've probably seen it before. Even like not just for the that was a bit of a rant. The then, kids, apologies, but like even for the dad because like oh you know everyone you you want to be the dad and you want to be able to take your son to the game yeah and some of them just can't simply can't afford to do it no it's so not to have cheap, that mate. relief of being able to to go and watch your team win. With your little lad on your shoulders, if we were to win, and he's got, a, you know, you've got your son on your shoulders. What more? It's for both of them. It's for, and that again, mate, it's something a bond him and his lad have had with Tramia Rovers. Yeah, exactly. Both of them will cherish for it the is, rest well, of their life. I can I can still remember nineteen ninety Bristol Rovers game. Me, my dad, my granddad, my brother, but but like after the game, and it was like walking back, holding like my dad's hand and my granddad's hand, and my brother was the other side, my mum. And it's just like, you just think back at these times, it was lovely, it was boiling hot day, as Chrissy Malkin said, he was dying after 20 minutes of that Bristol Rovers game. I swear it was like 30 degrees. It was a gorgeous day. It was, wasn't it? Like, days you just don't seem to get anymore. And it's just those moments in life that you just hope that, you know, if we can, even, go on, even if we lose this time, it it's not like it's been the last couple of years. It doesn't really change much in the grand scheme of things financially. It would help us try and retain players, obviously. Maybe we should move on to that. Yeah, I would discuss yeah, we'll Wembley. That, you know, before we wrap it up, the squad, would you, you know, Mark Kira Morris, Sid Nelson, available? Would you you'd be offering them a deal, wouldn't you? Yeah. I'm going to say I'd offer Ben 
Pringle and Sid Nelson before Kieran. You'd offer Pringle one before. Personally. See, I think yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be offering Pringle one. I'm afraid. Yeah, I think he's um, he's got quality, but I, I don't think he fits how we want to play. Yeah, he's a luxury he player. Got quality. He has, he but is, I thought yeah. Morris is. Oh, I think Morris offers more. I think if you in our if team. you wanted a winger and you had to decide between the two, and you've got he's what thirty. Yeah, Pringle? that's another he's, concern. He's, he's, he's a good it, player, yeah, but he talking, doesn't have the energy or the talking age and or the pace or anything like that. That one, that one cross for the Callum Jennings, Jennings, Jennings goal. You say that one cross. He done that same cross. No, no, no. Eight no times no. in that off. No, no, no. Well, I'm saying that that's the only kind of goal contribution he's. He set up Connor against Notts County as well. Did he? Yeah. I think but he's a. I don't think he's very, off. Very, very. I don't think he's offered as much. He is very good footballer. No, th- he, that would be my concern. I, I'm not questioning his ability, but I think. The way that Mickey wants to play and yeah. the kind of high energy and, um, you know, you've got to attack and you've got to defend and I don't think he offers... I think Morris fits enough. exactly what he wants. But I he's also like in that age bracket where you think if you sign like a Morris on a free and he has a really good season, he's got a sell-on value as well. Yeah, whereas so a Pringle hasn't. Sometimes yeah. with Keenan, like, don't be wrong, I get what he does off the ball. He's very good. Sometimes I find myself sat there watching him, and you you said it yourself, Paul. Where he disappears, he fades in and out of games, and there's sometimes he he does it for like half an hour, forty yeah. minutes at a time at points. And you find I find myself sat there with him, thinking, "Bring on Smith, bring on Pringle, make yeah. make that change," because he does. And once it's almost like once he's out the game, he's out the game for. It's not, he no, slips in and out in five minutes, but once yeah. he's out, he can be out for 40 minutes, 45 minutes, and he's on the ball, he can offer nothing at times. That's my only criticism. I get all the work he does, and he does do a lot for us. I'm not, that's why I don't criticise him. He, he's a good player. Just sometimes, as a winger especially, I want to see you get on the ball and throwing it into the mixer. And there's times where I just feel like he's not doing enough. Yeah, yeah. I, I see what you mean. But uh, uh, he does have he does have ability, and I think if we do kind of move up a level, I think he can play his experience as well. Yeah, he's played at League One, um, hasn't he? I do think he can he can step up. Whereas you look at Pringle, and I think probably his best days are probably behind him. Yeah, and probably he's going to maybe drop down. But. It's an interesting kind of debate. It's nice again where we talk about maturity. Would we? We obviously to flip like, I counter your arguments of age. Where we spoke about like, having a mature squad. Pringles played at the top of a lot of leagues. He's been in yeah championship yeah. as well. He's played at the top of League One and I don't know, I don't know about League Two, but I know he's played at the top of League One a few times. Well, League Two this year. Oh yeah, this year. <laughs> but so he's got that experience, that head on him to be in great squads and to know to how to deal with the pressure playing in the big games I no, don't know right, yeah, yeah. I don't know there's arguments to it like I say I'm not saying I wouldn't sign Morris I just think I'd probably personally I'd offer it to Pringle first fair enough but yeah there's um, Nelson as well which we've already kind of I would I'd about. take him I think it's going to be especially because I think Manny's going to go I don't care about all the rumours about him wanting to go down south and things. Ignore all that. Arsenal. Solely on performance. Going to Arsenal, mate. I think he's going to go solely on performance. 
because all year round he's been brilliant. If we had finished mid-table this year, if you took all of Norwood's goals away, everyone would be talking about how good Manny Monte has been all season and he would be the talk of the town. Only for Norwood scoring 32 goals has sort of shadowed him a little bit. I And I, do you know what? I doubted when we signed him. I thought there's a reason for a screen. Probably don't want him. I weren't sure. I didn't think he was that great. Yeah. This he year, certain he has fit, been spectacular. Yeah. He does, and he makes it look easy. I think, honestly... And he makes it look easy. He'll tell you, like... When he joined, I think... In a centre of partnership... You get normally a leader and a follower, if you know what I mean. And Maka is obviously the leader. You and think? I... I I've got a hunch and I think that you look how much Manny Monfe improved in that first like three, four months of the season playing alongside Maka and like you said you saw him in his ear walking yeah. in at half time I think he'll tell you everyone says Manny Monfe is such, for, he's so quiet all the time even around the club and that yeah, and Sid Nelson by all accounts is a, a, he's a, a shouter he's a leader that's a partnership there and for Manny Monfe for someone to improve as much as he, he's improved it's the performance he's put in I got a text during the game on Monday from a Liverpool fan sport mate and he just went that <laughs> verbatim that Monfey is a fucking tank and that I've, he is I've got a friend Everton fan comes to a lot he's probably come to about 10 home games this year for us and he said he said do you know what he said it sounds stupid I wouldn't be annoyed he said I wouldn't be annoyed if Everton took a risk on him in the summer and put him with, they said put him with like the twenty threes, yeah, because why not? He, he's he's a giant and he's rapid. There's, there's two things: whether you can kick a ball yeah. or not. No one want, no one wants to run next to him. No, because he's a strong. He's stronger than you, and he's just as if not qu- quicker than you. Yeah. So there's two things which are automatically. Weird. And I said that that's probably how he's made it. Yeah, I, I, there's two things automatically. He'll never be. That leader of the defence, he'll never be the fucking get out, get out, fucking. Get Do you know, in a obviously it's not in an outward way like a, a McNulty, but I do think he does lead that defence. No, it's in a different and, way though. Just how he acts. Kind of the point I was going to make was like, you think start of the season he's kind of obviously Maka's sidekick yeah because anyone who plays alongside Maka is a sidekick <laughs> no one's gonna tell him what <laughs> no to do no one's like no one's bossing Maka around well I'd but, like to see it and then you kind of think well oh he's playing well because Maka's alongside him and kind of talking him through it and stuff so the positive is that Maka's come out of the team obviously for whatever reason injuries and stuff and he's carried that kind of form on yeah yeah. so I think he has been because obviously Nelson's relatively inexperienced around the group at least well Nelson's technically a fourth choice centre half or fi- f- technically fifth so you have Maka would have been start of the season you would have had Maka first um, then Suts. Suts then Ellis then Sid yeah. I know Sid came in after Sutton, yeah. so he's still fourth choice and that shows the, the depth because you go back two years ago to the Forest Green game, the injuries killed us. Yeah. They killed us. The Jay Allison Wallace ones were an injury too far, weren't they? Yeah. And I'll be honest, like, a few weeks ago, when Ellis did that injury... Against Forest Green, weren't it? It was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest, I would say I would have said then, nah, this defence isn't good enough. Yeah. But he steps up to the plate, and his performances, especially in that semi-final, 
like top right. He didn't give Doidge. Doidge is a tough, tough player. He doesn't drive, uh, apparently. No, so he he's, uh, he's he? getting the train. He still lives in London, obviously. He's getting the train like a couple of times a week. Like he's so he's he's like you saw he's, uh, at the end of the game and stuff. And like you saw a couple of days a week. He's more than bought into this football club. Absolutely, he's, yeah. like everyone. And he's caught that bug that he, once it's in you, mate. <laughs> unlucky. Yeah, so I can, see him, I can see him sticking around for quite some time. I'd like least. it. I'd like to. I sign mean, you'd have to. You'd have to uh, get his L plates out and learn how to drive. I'll teach him. I'll teach him to drive. I'm going to throw something out there now. Go I'm on. Stick my neck on the line. I like to do this. You got a tattoo with him if we go up. No, back to Manny. You two giggled about my Everton mate there. I'm telling you now, Manny. In the next, give it four years, will be at the top of the Championship on the Premier League. I am that confident of how good he has been for us this season. So that's seven eighteen on the nineteenth of May. By twenty twenty four, by twenty twenty four, he'll play in the Premier League or the top of the Championship. I'm not disagreeing. With I can, no. every every single time. It's a bold statement. A winger or a striker runs at him. Do you think he's going to get beat? Because I honestly don't believe he is. You know he's no. going to just put his arm across and yeah, shepherd I it out for a goal kick. One on one with any attacker in all league, I. I've honestly never thought he's looked like being beat. People go on about this dribble stats about Van Dijk. Manny's are probably fucking just as. Just I'd like as to high. see it. I would like to see that. Actually. He gets run. He, he literally. He's got them le- like another Yaya Torre, fourteen foot long legs. He just jogs really fast, sticks his arm out, and that's it. You're effective. The striker, the winger, is effectively useless. You wouldn't want to play the against ball. Them, now belongs to Manny. You would not want to play against him. No, no, you wouldn't. I think. Honestly, I can't speak as you've probably realised, <laughs> I can't speak highly enough of him. And this time last year, I probably would have said, Don't sign him. Yeah. Playing at right back he was. I, I'll admit I've I've got I <laughs> Wembley, playing at yeah. right back wrong. At Wembley, yeah. Yeah, fuck. Well started for like five minutes till <laughs> everyone got sent off and yeah. injured. Uh, good times. <laughs> <laughs> so then should we wrap it up? Yeah. Before we go nine hours long, what are we in? Uh, oh, it's a good two hour show. Excellent. So we, got to, uh, we we do we do we have our obligations. Oh my god! So can I? So do this is the this is Tranmere podcast in association with the Tranmere Rovers official supporters club. T R O S C. So first of all, we have to say thank you for them. For yeah, their kind sponsorship. A huge thanks. Uh, they're obviously running coaches to Wembley. Uh, I would reckon that on Sunday night. After a week of selling the coaches, they've probably sold all the coaches. I think they've got more. But if you I don't do know if want the to get on the coach, um, get on their socials at swa underscore trfc or search Tramway Rovers Official Sports Club on Facebook. Um, if there's any information, it'll be on those channels. And if you do want to uh, get on one of the coaches, um, contact someone on there. They will happily help you. Uh, get sorted out. Obviously, memberships as well available for next season. It's tenner for adults, fiver for concessions. If you're a junior season to get older, you get it for free anyway. Uh, loads of benefits, including like the travel and stuff like that, discounts. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's the Trusk. Um, I think we also have to say a massive thank you to uh, Wallasey Tennis Club. Yep, the perfect hosts. Yeah. And um, I might have to grab my racket and have a game sometime soon. So um, they used to call me the uh, 
The young Greg Rosetsky in school, so... The young Greg Rosetsky. Yeah, yeah. Wow, what a statement. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been very good. Obviously, a big thank you to Chris for coming down. Of course. Um, and, yeah, to you, the listener. Yeah, the biggest for, thanks of uh, all. enjoying it. Spread the word, uh, you know, retweets on Twitter and stuff. We're close to a 1,000 followers. So if we can do that before Wembley, that'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we've been regularly getting sort of 2,000 plus listens every show. So thank you very much for, for tuning in. I hope you uh, hope you continue to enjoy uh, what we're putting out. And if you've got any suggestions for stuff we can do over the summer, because uh, we are looking to do a few sort of like documentary style bits and a few interviews and stuff like that. So if you've yeah, got we've, anyone we've got in mind, if you've got any contacts for us, let us know. And uh, we'll do our best to uh, to fill the airwaves over the summer. Yeah. While there's no footy. I should give a little update there. If you're still looking for, I think that the supporters club, tier, um, their coaches have sold out, I think. Okay. Unless they're planning to get any more, according to their Twitter. The official clothes travel there are still coaches available and they're getting more. Okay. Um, Wembley merchandise, I'm just checking, is in store now and they've got more due. Um. And it's open pretty much every day now. It's open all week. I think it's open late, in fact, most nights, um, to try and accommodate as many people. Um, yeah, and it's open the morning of Wembley as well, if you're, if you're down there. Um, I think the cut-off for looks at the ball is already gone now, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. you're saying if you want it before Wembley? Because I think them, the Norwood and the Mike Dean T-shirts are brilliant, I think. Yeah, the well, you requested animated. one, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, so if you want official merchandise, get down the club shop. If you're still looking for a coach, official coaches are still available. Let's try and take. I think Nicola tweeted earlier, eleven thousand tickets sold as of this morning. Yeah, something like that. I think it's. I think we can take. I think fifteen thousand. I think we can do fifteen thousand. And again, there's that um, supporters. I think it's the trust are backing it, and of course the supporters club there. If you've got any money spare at all, donate. I think it's their crowd fund that's going to, isn't it? We will share the link. Yeah, Uh, you said you put twenty in. I'll match that. Yeah. Jake, <laughs> yeah, we'll stick twenty quid in for Jake. Yeah, um, um, so yeah, there's sixty quid, and hopefully we can get someone to at least someone to Wembley, you know, that deserves it. Yeah, I remember a couple of years ago we had a spare ticket, two spare tickets. I forget why. And me mum don't said give them to someone, and we said on the, on a Wembley podcast if anyone yeah, needs did, one, yeah. and we um, we gave them to it. It was a mum and a daughter, Boss. a mum and a son, I think it was. Got to go. Um, down to Wembley and uh, well <laughs> probably wished he didn't after <laughs> what happened but no so if anyone can spare anything really yeah, we'll share the link on our Twitter so yeah, yeah we'll sort it it's um, it's exciting times it's yeah. going to be it's enjoy gonna be a, it it's going to be a long week as I, as I said before like these times don't come along all that often albeit no. they've come along three times in a row but um, yeah promotions and stuff don't don't happen all that regularly as we well know but uh, yeah, it's, it's a good time to be a Tramia fan, and, and I I wrote a piece about um, here he goes with the plugs <laughs> about the, the, the kind of similarity because as you were growing up, going to Wembley every yep. you know every weekend in May, and uh, you know it, it feels like similar the the positive vibes getting the the younger fans the SWA two involved with the club. It's there's no better time to get involved and and um, yeah enjoy enjoy the football. Affordable life football, Matt. Yeah, that's what it's all that's about. A slogan, like you can't like, like I had that little mini rant before. I can't stress enough like you, you've got to enjoy these times 
cherish them, remember them, because like, they don't come along often. Three Wembleys in three years. We waited since the age of 17 years. Yeah, 17. Yeah. And we waited 26 years for a playoff final. So, you know, if you can get down there, if you've got friends, family, like, you know, even, doesn't have to be full-on Tramway fans, get everyone down there, back the boys. You know, let's all get down there, coach, trains are a nightmare, I know. Get a plane, drive down, go and camp like Chrissy Malkin. Get a plane. You can fly Did down. Did you just say that? You can fly down to um, Heathrow. You sounded like you were encouraging people don't to steal, hire a plane. Don't hire a plane or, or steal a plane. Steal a plane. Don't go plane jacking. It's if you want to steal a plane, by the way, steal a plane. No, don't steal Who's a plane. Paul Harper tell you what to do. Steal a plane. Don't. <laughs> Paul Harper's probably. A, so as long as you know how to fly it. Paul Harper. I'm the last person you should be listening to for advice. Exactly, Paul Harper. He's not just high because he's in the air. You <laughs> don't know he's high. So. Just get down there, support the boys. Everyone getting the torch before the game. Let's make that like the Green Man last couple of years. The torch is a very good pub. Yeah, actually, have you so, been before? Yeah, I've you barred? done a few England games in there. Oh, you're so, on the yeah, you're on the England um, <laughs> probably, yeah. England like bad boys, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Typical. The blacklist. Yeah. Paul took over Russia. Yeah, but yeah, get, football get factory was based on Paul and the, fa- and the fan zone as well outside Wembley. We fan zones of it. Yeah. I think it would be good. A bit commercial for me, mate. Mm. A bit commercial for me. I'm kind of culture, you know. Yeah. Or the last but, f- you know, to each their own. Yeah. We're giving people options. We are. If you want to you know, go the commercial route, go down the fan zone. Yeah, if you want to be a bit mental, a bit radical like me, get yourself the torch. Because if you want a beer, let's be honest, do it before you get in the stadium. Oh, of course. Because it's like... Oh, before you get to the quid. fan zone, because I'm sure that's going to be stadium prices. It's a joke yeah. as well, two years ago, the fan zone, there was a queue, about, there was one tent selling bevies, and there was a queue, like, no point. Okay, sack the fan zone off. Get the go, torch. Go down the torch. Yeah, that's where the, that's where the fun <laughs> will be. So then, we'll see you all down there at Wembley. Say uh, hi. This coming Saturday. Yeah, come and say hello, come and buy me a pint, not Paul or Jake, but get me a bevy and... Um, We'll enjoy it. There's hopefully going to be a lot of ex-players, like say Chris Malkin's going down. Hopefully there'll be some other boys down I'm there. Sure, Higgy, like Higgy. Alfred hopefully Ian and me all be down. Yeah. Hopefully like the, all the sport, old boys. Hopefully they trust the sports club are looking after them as they yeah. should. Legends. Yeah, yeah. And um, hopefully we're doing a another podcast. Well, we will do another podcast when we regardless. Yeah. But to hope- either wrap up the season or just to have a few more bevies. Yeah. Hopefully it's going to be. Uh, Hopefully it'll be a, a good podcast. Hopefully we'll be enjoying ourselves. Mm-hmm. I'm obviously uh, like unavailable Saturday, uh, well Sunday, Monday. Um, so you gonna miss the parade? Yeah. Well, hope fingers fucking crossed. I'd, I'd ne- I'll never be happy. Bank holiday weekend. I'll though, never it? be happier to miss a party. It's <laughs> me, girlfriend's brother's 18th down in London. They've got they've hired me as the DJ. It's a 90s rave. You're the perfect man. So for I've it, got a look at Rebel bucket hat for it. <laughs> so goes Kevin and Perry. Oh, excellent! So yeah, but yeah, I hope I've ne- I also isn't I hope I am missing. Are you a back right on Monday, Tuesday. I think Tuesday. I hope I am missing the I party. Would, parties to end all parties. I would in that guess tent on Bank Sunday. holiday Monday is going to be like parade if they if they do it. Or maybe it can't be on a bank holiday. Not that I have any inside information. No, but. Hopefully they're doing another thing at the town hall later in the week again, like last time, and I can go in and drink the, bar, the free bar drive with my family and single-handedly cost every council taxpayer the entire thing for the year. Is right. Is fucking right. Up the time here. Get yourself down to Wembley. At This Is Tramia on Twitter. At Matt Hibbert. At Pullup82. At H. At Wallacey Tennis Club. Wallacey Tennis. Wallacey Tennis. At Wallacey Tennis. If you like your tennis, get down here. It's lovely. 
lovely purple courts. If you like courts. purple, just in general, you don't have to really like tennis. It's really easy on the eye down here too. Yeah, <laughs> Hank's wife off Breaking Bad loves purple. She'll be down. It's a lovely place. Like if I was actually any good at tennis, which I'm not. Um, or they'll probably come the out. young Greg Rizowski was no good at tennis when I mean young I mean in the womb okay. <laughs> too young to even <laughs> hold a racket I've made a racket in my time but not on the tennis court and I've, like I say I've been in a few courts in my time but not tennis ones but yeah it's lovely down here thanks so much for having us down here it's, uh, it's a lovely place hopefully Wembley's a lovely place this coming Saturday yeah enjoy it have fun and uh, yeah we'll be back next week at some point yeah Suarame Suarame <laughs>